Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800 754-4531. You guys, it's Rick Tittle. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome to a fresh week of a sports talk. I am your humble host, Rick Tittle, coming to you from uh, downtown San Francisco, California. How you doing out there? This is how we talk in California. We talk like this. How's it going? <clears throat> but I am here for your calls at 1-800-878-PLAY. <clears throat> Once again, 1-800-878-7529. Get you in and get you heard wherever you might happen to be listening in this great land of ours. And it's so, so foreign lands on the globe. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, Quidditch, rollerball, chess checkers, rugby, cricket. It's all here for you. 1-800-878-PLAY. Got the NFL weekend to talk about. My team actually won a game. I know. It's Cray. <laughs> Played four lousy teams in a row. Actually, just beat one. <clears throat> and um, I guess the Raiders are lousy, too. Talk about that. Also, the World Cup. I got up at 5 o'clock in the morning to watch uh, England, 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 England. Uh, destroy Iran. Uh, right now, we've got the Netherlands and Senegal playing. And uh, we also, <clears throat> don't forget... Uh, have USA Wales coming up at 11. And at 11 o'clock Pacific is when I'm going to hand the reins over to Dominic Menes to do the last hour of the show. So I'm going to do the first two hours. And I will have Miss America, Emma Boyle, back on the show coming up in a few minutes. We'll also have Louise Hograff, who has written, produced, directed an important documentary called Elephant Refugees. It's about the A's from the Vegas. And uh, Keith Byers, the great Eagles running back, he will join us, and, and he's our Super 16 poster to talk a little college football. That's at 1040 Pacific time. And then Dom sits at the helm, 11 o'clock. Uh, tune in app, iPad radio app, Stitcher app, CRN Digital Plus, and American Forces Radio Network. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back.
Moments like watching my grandson steal second mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for postmenopausal women or for men with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever. Fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Hey, Mike, what are you doing way up on that ladder? You're going to hurt yourself. Oh, I'm trying to unclog these gutters. That's smart. I had water damage from my gutters last year. It cost me 10 grand. Yo, wait, $10,000? Yeah, and from over here, it looks like water's been pouring over your clogged gutters and is probably doing real damage to your foundation. You need to do what I did. Get off the ladder and call Leaf Filter. Yeah, but I need to get these gutters flowing now. That's why you need to call Leaf Filter. They'll clean and realign your gutters and install their exclusive micro-mesh screen system so nothing gets in your gutters except water. So Leaf Filter protects my house from damage and means no more gutter cleaning for me? Bingo! Plus Leaf Filter has an industry-leading lifetime warranty, so your gutters are covered for life. Thanks, Frank. I'm calling Leaf Filter today. Don't go another day with your home unprotected. Call 1-844-300-LEAF or go to tryleaffilter.com for your free gutter inspection. Call 1-844-300-LEAF or go to tryleaffilter.com right now for an extra 15% savings. Call 1-844-300-LEAF or go to tryleaffilter.com. That's 1-844-300-LEAF. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome, he's a genius. All right, thanks for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. And I'm uh, told this mic I have sucks over my house. And uh, I have another one. I'm going to try and swap it out during the next break. Let's see if that just ruins everything. But I'm going to try. <laughs> I'm going to try to do that at the break because uh, yeah, this mic is no good. Apparently, it sounds like I'm in a submarine bathroom. <clears throat> 
I once got busy in a submarine bathroom. Humpty dance. Anyway, Rick Tittle with you. 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call. 1-800-878-7529. We'll talk about the World Cup. Oh, will I ever. <clears throat> but first we need to talk about the Raiders. <laughs> because it looked like, once again, the Raiders were going to lose another close game to a really crappy team. But in and of itself, aren't you a crappy team if you keep losing them? Yeah, if you come and do a game two and seven, that'll happen. The Raider game was actually on TV out here in the Bay Area. Couldn't believe it. They were playing a, uh, a team that was three and six, the Broncos. But the, uh, as I said, I remember when the Niners got swept by Josh Rose and they lost to him twice. The Donkeys now have lost to the Raiders twice. It's two of their three wins. And <clears throat> both defenses showed up and both offenses did it. And you think about how great uh, <clears throat> Devontae Adams is playing. And <clears throat> he leads the NFL in touchdown catches. You just you want to get that guy going, right? <clears throat> and to end the game in overtime, a touchdown pass to Adams was a pretty sweet thing. And it reminded me of that overtime game that we as Raider fans played at Candlestick where um, Tim Brown caught a touchdown in overtime to win it kind of in the same part of the field. But, yeah, it's been a rough season. And <clears throat> the Raiders' offense looked pretty hopeless. And, and the Raiders did, I, you know, they obviously I think they got it wrong when they decided not to give – Josh Jacobs, the fifth-year option. If they want to keep him now, it's going to be more years for more money. would have been better to just pick it up but because he's playing so well. But on the Raiders' final two possessions, Carr finally started looking really good. Max Crosby, I don't know what it is about Denver's offensive line. That always seems like when the Raiders feast. Remember Khalil Mack had five sacks in that game against Denver? I think the tackle's name was Schofield. Or Sheffield, maybe Schofield, if I remember right. That guy got torched. <clears throat> but Max Crosby, two more sacks on the year. Uh, he now has uh, eight of the Raiders' ten sacks, I think it is. No, I think it's nine of 11. Whatever it is, Max Crosby is the only guy that can get a sack on a team. Uh, the other ones have been like safety or linebacker blitzes. So when I look around the defense, Crosby's playing well. Perryman is the only linebacker we've had the last two years. And <clears throat> the DB situation, you had these guys that were literally off the street. I mean, literally, a guy named Webb, a guy named Hall. It's like they don't even know who they are. They have to look on the back of the jerseys and be like, what's my name again? So the Raiders did not fix their season with this win but it's making everybody feel better. But if you look at the Donkeys, in a season where their offense has been a big disappointment, I mean, that, that defense that Denver has is one of the very best in the NFL. I think they were ahead of the Niners yesterday coming in as the best defense in the NFL. And there were two minutes left to play, and the Broncos were clinging to a three-point lead. But their defense kind of melted down because they let the, driver, the Raiders drive the drivers, Oakland drivers. The Raiders drive 71 yards to get the field goal <clears throat> and then came up 
with the game-winning touchdown pass to Adams in overtime. Now, Daniel Carlson missed his first field goal of the season, and I didn't know about it because I was asleep. Because <laughs> they said, hey, he missed one earlier. And I was like, did he? He missed one? And I go, I guess I was asleep. So I guess I dozed off for a couple minutes because it was such a snoozer, quite literally. But Max Crosby, not just with the sacks, he blocked a field goal attempt, which, of course, when you go to OT, uh, Max Crosby was the star of the game, blocking a field goal and getting a couple of um, sacks as well. Um, they made a big deal about how they gave Gary Kubiak's son the reins to call plays. Everything he did didn't work. They kept showing him in the booth. He was like this young guy with a goofy dog face, beard, and a hat. And the guys around him looked like they were telling him what to do. He looked kind of stunned. I think about Nathaniel Hackett. He's a rookie head coach. He's there because he's this offensive mind, like his dad, Paul, apparently. Uh, and then, of course, the nepotism continues to, uh, it was Keith Kubiak or Cole, something with a K, Kubiak. They get let him call the plays. But if you come in as a, a rookie head coach and say, hey, it's all about me, uh, I'm the offensive mind, and then halfway through the season, oh, I'm not going to call plays anymore. And one of the dumbest things I have ever heard a football commentator say during the broadcast <clears throat> on Fox was later in the game when they uh, they uh, called the, the coach called a timeout and he said, "See, that's the thing. If you give up control of calling plays, and instead of having your nose buried in that play sheet, you can look at the clock and you know it's time to to do a, a timeout." Like what? So in the history of football before this, if you're calling plays, you have no idea what the clock... I called plays, all the plays, when I coached high school football. I was well aware of what the clock was doing. That was in high school. So I thought that was a pretty stupid thing uh, to say. But if the Broncos' defense struggles just a little bit, then they lose, like we just saw. And you think about Nathaniel Hackett on the, the hot seat. Uh, would that be? Would you... Fire, hire a rookie or fire a rookie head coaches. And this is the thing that Mark Davis said about um, McDaniels last week. He said, hey, Rome wasn't built in a day. And I tweeted out, I go, yeah, it wasn't built in a day, but I'm sure they were laying down foundation. Is there any foundation being laid down with the Raiders right now? And I'm sorry, if you, if you say, well, all but one, the blowout, shutout, loss to New Orleans and New Orleans – Every other game has been within one score. It's like, yeah, but it, it, who cares? It's horseshoes and hand grenades. I don't really care if it's one score or not. You have to win. This, this is the pros. There's no moral. There are no Rudy moments or moral victories in this. So if the Raiders win the rest of their games, they'll be ten and seven, and they'll have a chance at a wild card. <laughs> so this is the beginning of the eight-game win streak. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, but you know, as I said before, uh, I don't think Derek Carr is the, the problem. Although Derek Carr did have some pretty bad misses in the game. I just don't see drafting a kid out of Ohio state or Alabama and say here, now you do it, that he's going to be any better. Um, I think this window they're in with Adams right now, you think about that connection. Those two guys have had a fantastic connection and Devonte Adams actually does something rarely seen in the NFL and he catches the football with his actual hands. He doesn't try to pin it to his chest. 
he's absolutely fantastic. And it's funny because my little brother tweeted me dur- or texted me during the game saying, Adams is very good because he's not great. He drops passes and he doesn't drag his feet. I didn't even text him back. It's just such a stupid, stupid thing to say. And of course, that was before the overtime winner. It's tough, man. It's a tough business. It's a results-based business. But if I could pick one team to beat twice, you know who it is. It'd be them donkeys. So, all right, moral victories, I guess. I'm Rick Fiddle. We'll take a break. We'll come back with Miss America, Emma Broyles, right here. I'm t- Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. 800-788-1495. 800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153 
That's 800-943-2153. It doesn't really matter. I I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. I think a lot of dumb stuff, but uh, thank you for that. And uh, welcome back to the show. 1-800-878-PLAY. And uh, when we get our guests, we will uh, throw them on the air. 1-800-878-7529 is the uh, number to call. Yesterday, the World Cup got off uh, to a really thud of a start. If you think about the matchup, you know, there's such an expanded field. There are more players. You get to take three more than you usually do. There are five subs, so two more subs than usual. Maybe the worst matchup on paper, the most boring one, would have been, unless you're from these countries, would be uh, probably Qatar versus Ecuador. But... As the ball bounced, they were the ones. And the host nation, Qatar, gets to put in a team. They have one real player um, named Afif. And, yes, I was, you can make jokes about his name, but I won't. Afif. Um, but the, the entire team has been playing in Qatar. They've been warming up against other teams. They've been basically not even playing for their club teams, getting ready. There's 12 years to get ready for this. They had been training for years and years and years in Barcelona. Um, I don't know, trying to get one guy, Pedro, they were trying to give out passports to say, now you're Qatari. And they came out and they looked like a pub team. Uh, They just looked ridiculous. The first goal scored by Enter Valencia um, looked like uh, it was onside, but now they have this new mannequin-ish offsides whereas his foot was past the goalie and he was the last defender you need the ball or two defenders in front of you or be in your own half to not be offside or on a throw-in you can never be offside in a throw-in i don't know if you knew that I'm here for you ruko knew that but that was called offsides and then a, a penalty and then an absolute bullet of a header from valencia the former west ham striker that's as, that's as powerful as a header you're ever going to see when you think about putting in a complete perpendicular ball. Um, just beautiful bullet header. Uh, but, you know, Ecuador took their foot off the gas a little bit. But Qatar couldn't even muster a shot on goal. And I just – and half the, the crowd left at halftime. It was just a bunch of empty seats. And it was a complete dud and thud. <laughs> <laughs> and and the, the Qatar cheering section, they all had the same maroon T-shirt, so those were given out free. 
It reminded me of South Korea where they all wore the same shirt that said Korean team fighting, which grammatically is, I think it's incorrect if you ask me. But anyway, uh, Qatar is a, I don't even know how old the country is, but they only have one city. They have some suburbs. We know they had to build eight stadia. The, the time to complain is over. Now is the time for me is to watch. I had one friend in England who said, uh, yeah, I don't think I'm going to watch, but I don't know because it's Qatar. And I'm like, why would you punish yourself? Because that's all you're doing if you boycott these games. You might feel good about yourself, I guess. But if you love the World Cup, why would why would how would not watching help? But some people say, well, I need to take a stand, but whatever. Um, so, but as I said, it's sort of like the baseball strike in 94. Some people are like, I'm never coming back. I'm never coming back. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess you don't like baseball then. You can't have my, or people who don't root for a team because of their owner. That owner gave money to this politician. Yeah. That owner moved my team. I hate him. All right. Well, do you hate the team? But I know for some people, it's it's completely together on that. Look, we were supposed to have the World Cup in the summer. Uh, my team, it's been over eight years since I've seen America in the World Cup. We're going to get to see him coming up here in uh, about an hour and a half now, kickoff against Wales. I did pick England publicly to win the whole thing. So uh, my prediction looked good for at least one day. All right. As we head into the holidays, which uh, begins next week on uh, Giving Tuesday, uh, we are here with Miss America, Emma Broyles, and she is promoting her social impact initiative with Special Olympics and her work as an advocate for people with intellectual uh, abilities uh, as well. And um, we're also quite happy to have Special Olympian Renee Manfredi with us as well. First of all, Emma, welcome back to the show. And we know as Miss America, you have to take on a lot of projects. This one is very near and dear to you. And tell us why, please. Hey, thank you so much for having me. It is such an honor to be here. Yes, and uh, this is a, 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 a situation, the Special Olympics, and with Renee, who's there as well. This is very near and dear to you. Can you tell us why the Special Olympics is so important to you? Yeah, so uh, Olympics, having um, my older brother, Brendan, who has Down syndrome, he's been a Special Olympics athlete since I was about seven years old. So it's really been something that I've grown up with for as long as I can remember. I can't imagine what my life was like before I was involved with Special Olympics, and it really has kind of shaped me into the person that I am today and given me a different perspective of life and the people around me. And so now as Miss America, it's a huge privilege to be able to share that message of inclusion and empathy um, at the national level. Uh, it's been really, really, truly a wonderful opportunity to work very closely with Special Olympics and promote the inclusion revolution and attempt to do my best to make the world a better place for people like my brother. And Renee, uh, you are on the Sergeant Shriver International Global uh, Messenger uh, Committee, and uh, you represent Special Olympics Hawaii and Texas. You've you've sung the national anthem at a Red Sox game, huh? Was that nerve wracking? It was very nerve wracking, but exciting at the same time. Did you nail it? I think I did. Yes, <laughs> I bet you did. 
Um, I was yeah, really I... scared, but it was such an honor to be there, and I think I did nail it. Um, my dad is say a... that you did right. Yes, and um, my dad is a big Red Sox fan. It runs in my family, so it was such a really cool opportunity to sing the national anthem for a team that has been in my family. It's very cool. And Emma, I know you're at uh, the Barrett School in ASU, downtown Phoenix, uh, Honors College. Uh, how do you like being down there and being a Sun Devil? Hello, Emma. Yes, yeah, I am. I am at Arizona State University. Um, it's it's quite far from home growing up in Alaska. And people always ask me, why I'm in Arizona? Why? And I'll tell you the truth. It's to get out of the cold. Yeah, so it's been a nice change of pace. But, um, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a great school, um, a, a wonderful honors college as well, and a great school of music where I study as well as a great pre-med program um, to prepare me for medical school as well. Very good. Unfortunately, a bad connection. Just one more question for you, Renee, and that is with uh, the uh, athletics that you do and Special Olympics you do, what is it like to be a role model for a lot of young Special Olympians and just regular old athletes? What is it like sort of being someone that they can aspire to? Wow. What you do is to help those or inspire those that have ever felt small like I used to let them know they have a, a voice and that they have a place in this world. All right. Thank you. Emma Broyles, Miss America, and Special Olympian Renee Manfredi, thank you for coming on, both of you, and uh, best of luck. Keep up the good work. Thank, thank you so you. much for having us. No problem at all. I felt like I was doing a, an interview in a different language <laughs> with a bad connection. Uh, they meant well. I don't think they could hear me. I couldn't hear them. It's like they didn't understand my questions, but whatever. It's uh, it's an important thing. And over the years, we've had so many special. We've had Emma on. We've had other Miss Americas, which is always my pleasure. I think it's you know always a thrill. I got to meet Miss America at the Super Bowl one time. That was the one that Steve Harvey said her. No, I meant her. Yeah, that was tough for her. But... Um, you know, having uh, Tim Shriver and, and some others on the show over the years, we've had the head of Special Olympics Europe come on. She was calling from Ireland at the time. It is a very um, noble cause because you think about how awkward and, and shy and scared and full of trepidation just normal kids are when they go out there and try and compete. And you think about going out there on the stage and have everyone look at you and kids are so cruel the way they can tease you, and even adults too, unfortunately. And um, just to rise up and to, um, to to do what they do, the Special Olympics has always been something that here at Sports Byline, we're very, very proud of our relationship with them. All right, we'll take a break. We will come on back and uh, more of your calls, 1-800-878-PLAY if you'd like to get in, 1-800-878-7529. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back.
come to Cricket, stay with Cricket. Why is that? Well, if you ask someone with one of the latest and greatest phones from Cricket, they might tell you it's because of the amazing phones. Like the new iPhone 14 that lets you capture stunning photos in low and bright light. Plus, they'd probably tell you about the fast nationwide 5G included with all plans that lets you stream, text, talk, and more, all at 5G speeds. Yeah, they might mention something like that. Smile, you're on Cricket. Cricket 5G is not available everywhere. Fees, terms, and other strict apply. See CricketWireless.com for details. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Has someone in your family lost a job recently, and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? We can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents or having to waste time showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your house to foreclosure. If you have equity in your home, we'll buy your home and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call now before your situation gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just need anymore and get the cash you need today. Call this number now. 800-950-8218. That's 800-950-8218. Paid for by Want to Sell. I wanted to know why some people who get COVID-19 get it so bad. I found out it may be because they have a high risk factor, such as heart disease, diabetes, being overweight, smoking, and asthma. Even if symptoms feel mild, these factors can increase your risk of COVID-19 turning severe. So if you're at high risk and test positive, there are things you can do, like asking your healthcare provider if an authorized oral treatment is right for you. Learn about an option at TreatCovid19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Oh, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Lines are available 1-800-878-PLAY. Try and switch out this mic at 10 o'clock and see what happens. 
let's take a look at some of the other results over the weekend, um, mostly yesterday, uh, in the NFL. Did you pick the Lions to win at the Giants? <clears throat> because I did Rick's picks, baby. I didn't think they would blow them out 31-18, but the Lions are now on a three-game winning streak, which automatically makes them a hot team, right? And Jamal Williams was the offensive star of the game. Three touchdowns for the Lions. And defensively, Detroit uh, forced three turnovers, Apple, that they converted into two touchdowns, and that made a huge difference. But this was an embarrassing loss for the Giants. They were shut down by a Lions defense that has stunk all year. And the big reason for that is because Daniel Jones looked awful. He had not thrown a pick since week three, and he threw two yesterday. So I've said all along I'm not a believer in the Giants and you know, any given Sunday, all that. It doesn't mean they stink, but this is one of the reasons why. I just I look at Daniel Jones. I mean, I look at some of those defenders they have and P.B. Doe, and I love Saquon Barkley, but <clears throat> I just don't see the Giants as absolute Super Bowl threats. Uh, Atlanta over Chicago got this one right too. The Bears' offense actually looked pretty good, but not in the second half. By the time the second half rolled around, the Falcons seemed to catch on to what Chicago was doing, and then the Bears never really uh, adjusted to that. The Bears didn't even get a hundred yards uh, in offense in the second half, and then they also gave up a hundred and three-yard kick return for Cordero Patterson. Cordero Patterson now has eight kickoff returns for a touchdown. That is the most in NFL history. This is the guy who many years ago was seen as kind of a has-been when the Raiders picked him up, but all they ever did when they put him in the game as a wide receiver was he was productive. And I know teams have used him as like tailback, H-back. The guy is a football player. <clears throat> and it's pretty amazing to me that he's still doing what he's doing. Now, the Falcons' defense has not been great. It hasn't been great all year, but it did show up in the second half, and Jalen Hawkins came away with the game-winning interception. And here's the thing. Heading into Thanksgiving, the Falcons at 5-6 and six are still hanging around. Uh, New Orleans, 27-20 over the Rams. No Cooper Cup. Matt Stafford looked like he had a concussion in the second half. He left. And the problem with the Rams is that their reliable defense disappeared for a while. The Rams are at 3-7, and seven, the same record as the Raiders. Their season is done. How many times do you have a Super Bowl champ who 10 weeks into the season is done? <clears throat> but that's basically it for them. And Dennis Allen decided to stick with Andy Dalton, and he made the most of it. And Dalton had his best game of the year, three touchdown passes. His passer rating was a 149.5, which is near perfect. I still don't understand how a passer rating, why 100 isn't perfect. But anyway, if Dalton plays like this going forward, could the they're not going to get a wild card, but maybe New Orleans could scratch for the division. <laughs> they're 4-7. and seven. But they're hanging outside on the periphery. Baltimore over Carolina. That was another easy one <clears throat> to pick. And you can give the Panthers defense an A-plus to holding the Ravens to just 13 points. You really could. But the offense, once again, nowhere to be found. And 
since his start in week five, Baker Mayfield didn't show any reason why he should be the guy. He threw two fourth quarter inter- interceptions. Uh, Shy Smith lost a fumble. And after shocking the Falcons last week, the Panthers had another chance to pull out a surprise win, but there was just no offense. So the Ravens had a bye, and they came out this week sleepwalking, very ugly. Their first five possessions, four punts and a pick. They finally started to wake up. They sacked Baker Mayfield four times, three turnovers. Really ugly win, but who cares, right? Any win is beautiful when you're in the NFL. By the way, Netherlands has just scored against Senegal in the 85th minute, one nothing. So it looks like uh, Oranja Boom, the uh, the Dutch are going to throw. It was uh, Cody Gakpo with the goal, one of their young stars. You can remember the Ajax School in Amsterdam is one of the great academies, and you can just go down the list of all the amazing talent that has been in um, at that place. Sort of like La Masia with uh, with Barcelona. Just when you're in that school, you're going to be getting players from all around the world. Very brave header as he went in and the goalie missed it. All right. How about the Commanders over Houston? That was another easy one. Did I get every game right? No, because I picked the Raiders to lose. (laughs) I'm glad I was wrong with that one. But the Commanders have a pretty underrated defense because, remember, they beat the Eagles in Week 10, and, of course, they're going to look good against the Texans. But they made an opening statement with a Kendall Fuller pick six, five sacks overall. And Washington also got 11 points from Joey Sly, the uh, kicker. But um, the commander's offense just uh, wasn't hanging around. But on the defense, they got it done. Hey, and the six and five, they're in the thick of the playoff race in the NFC. But if there's any question about the Texans who are one, eight and one, if they are the worst team in the NFL, they are the worst team in the NFL. Can you guess how many yards in offense the Texans had in the first half? And the answer is no, you can't five yards of offense in the first half. Rick, I thought you said five yards. I did. Five yards of offense in the entire first half, peeps. And they're going to get the number one overall pick in the draft, and then they can get their quarterback that they want. They're going to go defense like Mario Williams again. Philadelphia over the Colts. Uh, I got that one wrong. I said that Jeff Saturday... Uh, feel-good story would continue, and I was one point away, or two points, I guess, from getting that right. Philadelphia 17-16 over Indy, and the Eagles, who are now 9-1, and one, they haven't really faced a fourth-quarter deficit with adversity except last week, but Jaden Hurts willed Philly to victory. He carried the ball for 49 yards and a touchdown just in the fourth quarter, and that was a 10-point comeback victory as they were down 10 entering the fourth quarter. So the Eagles had a bunch of miscues, especially on offense, but their defense helped out. Jonathan Taylor, fantastic RB, led the league in rushing last year. 15 carries on just 35 yards. And um, Philadelphia did not play well, but they won. And that's the sign of a good team is that even when you're stinky, you find a way to get it done. 
But Indianapolis couldn't hold on as a game they led with less than two minutes left. And the defense was strong for a long time, but uh, they were on the field just too long. And there was a coverage breakdown, a 39-yard pass interference from Zaire Franklin, and then Chase McLaughlin missed a 50-yard field goal, a 50-yard field goal, which would have made it 16 to three heading into the fourth quarter. The team does look pretty good, but the offensive line still struggles, and uh, they're playing the Eagles, and so said no moral victories, but still <clears throat> not too shabby. Buffalo beat Cleveland in Detroit. We saw scenes of, uh, I want to say, Rich Stadium. I forgot what they call it now, Invesco Field or something in Buffalo. But Jacoby Brissett, a couple of late touchdown passes, kind of put lipstick on the pig, uh, three passing touchdowns in a game. It was the first since his days as the Colts' starting quarterback three years ago. But the offensive mind game lull was too much to overcome. But the Browns, I guess, the defense deserves a lot of credit for limiting the offense to only two touchdowns. But the Browns' offense didn't do anything. And the Bills bounced back from two straight losses. And 31-23. But it was more dominant then the box score looks, as I said, two garbage time touchdowns when they were in a prevent. But Buffalo scored 25 unanswered points from the end of the second quarter through the middle of the fourth. And the Bills defense just shoved the Browns offense into their locker. Six drives in a row, fumble, punt, end of half, turnover on downs, block field goal, punt. The Browns are 6-0 and when Jordan Poyer plays. He's the safety, 1-3 and when he doesn't. He'll like to point that out, I'm sure. And Josh Allen actually played turnover-free football for the first time since week seven. And Buffalo probably would have preferred a few of Tyler Bass's franchise record six field goals. Maybe some of those had been touchdowns, but they'll take it. New England over the Jets. <clears throat> this is another one that I thought was pretty easy. I said on Friday, Bill Belichick will figure out a way to stop his old team. Did he ever? All they got was a field goal, but the Jets' defense was outstanding. Now, Zach Wilson threw for 77 yards and tossed what probably should have been three interceptions, <laughs> if you think about how many drops. They looked like the Raiders' DBs dropping it. But uh, New York in the second half, remember I talked about how lame five yards was and a half? New York recorded two yards I said Bill Belichick would figure out a way. He probably shocked himself. Two yards in the second half. But Quinn and Williams uh, sacked, and, and his friend sacked Mac Jones six times and did not allow an offensive touchdown. And so if it, uh, you know, as I said, this game was very, very ugly uh, to watch. But, uh, and this shows why the Jets aren't, why neither New York team is really a contender at this point. And then Dallas over Minnesota. I got this one spectacularly wrong because Minnesota not only lost at home, they were annihilated 40 to three. And somehow the Cowboys blew that game against green Bay and they took out all that frustration on green Bay's biggest rivals because it was Tony Pollard, very explosive Dak Prescott back to his old pro bowl stuff. Micah Parsons in Kirk Cousins' face. Even Brent Maher got in the action with a 60-yard field goal. But, I mean, it's hard to rail against an entire team for stopping Dallas's pass rush when Christian Derisaw got a concussion. But still, you got to have a backup left tackle. 
And all Cousins did was almost so exclusively to TJ Hawkinson uh, in this game. Justin Jefferson was basically erased. Uh, I don't know how Dallas did that. But if you think about defensively, Jordan Hicks, Patrick Patterson, two savvy vets until they got dusted in key spots. And Dallas did whatever it wanted to do whenever it wanted to do it throughout the whole game, basically telling the rest of the NFC it's all about Dallas and these things, these storylines change week by week. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and we will come on back on Sports Violin. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time 
time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. You spent over a decade in the Middle East, and I just wanted to say that I'm a great fan of your work. Well, thank you very much. Don't interrupt me, please. Thank you. You must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. All right. Thank you for that. Welcome back. Uh, We still have another two hours to go. I'll be with you for the next hour. Dom, Dominic Jimenez will be in the uh, third hour. Keith Byers coming up at 1040 to talk a little college football. I'm going to try and swap out this uh, mic as well. You might remember Asdrubal Cabrera, one of the great names, but a two-time All-Star, played in the bigs 15 years. And on Saturday in Venezuela in the Winter League, he was uh, playing uh, for his team, Caribes de Anzo, uh, Anzoategui, uh, against uh, Tiburones de la Guaya, the Sharks. And Cabrera reacted very poorly to a home run celebration by Carlos Castro. He uh, flipped his bat and started running, and um, apparently he said something to the dugout. And as he ran by, uh, Dribble Cabrera, who was playing first base, swung his left arm and kind of caught him with his forearm right in the face. It was a complete sucker punch, and then it cleared a a bench-clearing brawl. And um, after the game, uh, Kelvin Escobar and a few other players sort of chimed in that that was some uh, bunk stuff. Uh, to uh, to say the least, and uh, but that's the thing. Um, I always like a good uh, bench clearing brawl, but uh, I have to say that uh, I'm not <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of the uh, of the sucker punch. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We will take a quick break for the news, and we will come on back on Sports Violent. Radio News with Lance Pride. It will be a short work week in America as Thanksgiving is Thursday. With inflation continuing to attack your wallet, the price of turkeys this year, according to the American Farm Bureau Federation, says the birds are 21% more expensive. Stuffing is up almost 70%. Pumpkin pie, 18%. And dinner rolls are up 22%. 
John Boyd Jr. from the Black Farmers Association on Fox News says the Biden administration ignored his warnings and the American farmer. And I've been telling the administration about this for, for months. You know, we have 332 million people in the United States and on America's farmers every day uh, to feed them. And this administration hasn't put farmers first. You know, Now they are proposing another $37 billion in aid to Ukraine, and we haven't taken care of America's farmers here. Police have identified 22-year-old Anderson Lee Aldrich as a suspect in Saturday's shooting in an LGBTQ nightclub in Colorado Springs, Colorado, that killed five people. Colorado Springs Mayor John Southers said the shooting hit the suspect with a handgun. They grabbed off of him and pinned him down. Joshua Thurman was in the nightclub during the attack and talked to KMGH-TV. I heard another set of shots, and then I, me and a customer ran to the, um, to the dressing room and got on the ground and locked the doors and called the police immediately. The country of Turkey targeted Kurdish militants in northern Syria and Iraq with a series of airstrikes on Sunday, days after a bombing attack killed six people in Istanbul. New volcanoes became active following a strong earthquake Saturday on Russia's Kamchatka Peninsula in the remote eastern part of the country. Scientists say major eruptions could be on the way. USA Radio News. Do you have three ex-wives and your current trophy wife wants a life insurance policy three times the size of the policies you had to purchase for your previous? If so, you need to call... Blue Lou at Term Provider, 800-568-2790. Big Lou is intimately familiar with your problems. And if you're 50 or 60 years old and in reasonably good health, a $1 million policy should only cost about $100 to $200 per month. Big Lou may have a solution for your previous policies as well. You may even save enough money to lighten the load on your new $1 million policy. Remember, call Big Lou. He's like you, except he's only on number two. Call Term Provider at 800-568-2790. That's 800-568-2790. million dollars in term life insurance that you can live with. Call Big Lou at 800-568-2790. The mystery in Moscow, Idaho, of four college students being murdered last week has few details. The coroner who conducted autopsies on the four friends said that they were most likely asleep at the time they were attacked, possibly in their beds, and that some of the victims tried to fight back. Captain Roger Lanier with the Moscow PD. We do not believe the following individuals are involved in this crime. The two surviving roommates, a male seen at the grub truck downtown, specifically wearing a white hoodie, a private party who provided... Uh, rides home to Kaylee and Madison in the early morning hour of November 13th. One lawmaker in Washington says the color of your skin policy in D.C. is leading to racism and needs to end. The GOP should work on abolishing racism. That's the word from Florida Senator Rick Scott, himself a Republican. Senator Scott is in Las Vegas for a Republican Jewish coalition leadership event and spoke with reporters afterwards saying there's a lot of room for improvement. I think we've got to get, get out of asking people uh, the color of their skin. Uh, we've got to judge them based on their character. Um, every, we're all you know, American citizens. Have, we should have the same opportunities. I think that's what we ought to be talking about. From the Gulf Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Tony Maruso. It will be a short work week as Thanksgiving is Thursday. And thanks for listening.
Lance Pry, USA Radio News. People who come to Cricket stay with Cricket. Why is that? Well, if you ask someone with one of the latest and greatest phones from Cricket, they might tell you it's because of the amazing phones. Like the new iPhone 14 that lets you capture stunning photos in low and bright light. Plus, they'd probably tell you about the fast nationwide 5G included with all plans that lets you stream, text, talk, and more, all at 5G speeds. Yeah, they might mention something like that. Smile, you're on Cricket. Cricket 5G is not available everywhere. Fees, terms, and other restrictions apply. See CricketWireless.com for details. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. All right, thank you for that. And uh, on my other microphone, and I understand that it sounds a lot better. And uh, this is a thing you read reviews on mics. You don't really know until you try them out. But uh, on this mic uh, for the next hour, I'm Rick Tittle. How you doing? The show has two more hours. Uh, in an hour's time, Dominic Jimenez is going to take over, and uh, he'll talk to uh, our pro wagering guy. He's got an interview of his own. We'll do that. Um, I still will be speaking with filmmaker Luis Hograth on the other side, her very important documentary, Elephant Refugees. And then uh, Keith Byers, we'll talk college football with him. He's a super 16 pollster, of course, fantastic running back with the Eagles. I always looked at Keith Byers like an offensive guard. He just was built so wide. He looked like a guard on every play, and so this is why it was so hard to tackle this guy for many years in the NFL. So we'll talk college football with Keith. I'll also give you a rundown of uh, England, I should say, Wales versus the USA, which is coming up in less than an hour now in Qatar. And I will never remember any of the names of these stadia. And I guess I could if I really tried hard, but... You know, there's, there's only one city, and so they're all in these neighborhoods... I guess maybe I'll remember a couple. Right now, if you said, oh, that's in that stadium or that stadium, I have no idea where anything is. I'm I'm completely ignorant. I raise my hand. Anywhere else in the history of the World Cup, they say, you know, it's in Sochi. Like, all right, well, that's in Russia. I kind of know where that is on the map. But, uh, yeah, I bet you there are a lot of people who don't even, that couldn't even point out where Qatar is even on a map right now. 
But it doesn't matter because we're playing in the World Cup, baby. That's all that matters. Yeah, baby. That's how I call you, all my fans. Rick, I am uncomfortable with being called baby. All right, I'm sorry. Not you, sir. 1-800-870-PLAY. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. Um, maybe Dom will get the Twitch going for the third hour. American Forces Radio Network, I bow down to the troops. They allow us to do this frivolity and murder. Thank you for keeping us safe. Stay safe. Come home soon. We're proud of you. Come on back. I wanted to know why some people who get COVID-19 get it so bad. I found out it may be because they have a high risk factor, such as heart disease, diabetes, being overweight, smoking, and asthma. Even if symptoms feel mild, these factors can increase your risk of COVID-19 turning severe. So if you're at high risk and test positive, there are things you can do, like asking your healthcare provider if an authorized oral treatment is right for you. Learn about an option at treatcovid19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Hey, team, it's a full house. we got to pick up the pace. At Hank's Restaurant, the line goes around the block. Is this for 12? Okay, I need the truffle oil drizzle. What he needs is another line cook. Oh, man. Are the quail breasts still in the sous vide? Dave, can you keep an eye on that, please? Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. 
hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show filmmaker Louise Hograth. She has written, produced, and directed a very important documentary entitled Elephant Refugees, which is uh, out now, just released a couple of days ago worldwide on uh, digital. And uh, when Botswana banned elephant poaching in 2014, something incredible happened. And Louise, you're here, and this film tells us what happened. What did happen, please? Hello, Rick. Um, well, what happened was that all the elephants communicate with each other, and the word went out that there was no hunting allowed in Botswana, and all the surrounding countries, they left Zambia, South Africa, Zimbabwe, and moved into Botswana, which put a lot of pressure on the, the resources that Botswana had to offer. And many of these elephants made their way to an ancient pan that they knew of, they had the memory, and that was located at a little bush camp. And the family at the bush camp started a very heroic effort to make, give the elephants water. And the stories about their struggle and about the elephants, it's happy, it's a heartwarming story, and then there are, of course, some sad moments because it's a, it's a difficult situation. More than half of all the elephants in the world now are in Botswana, is that right? At that time, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 60% of the so elephants e- in Africa, not in the world, but in Africa, were moved to Botswana. You know, I think it's a, it's a double-edged sword sometimes on how we look at elephant poaching because most of us, our elephant experience is something uh, uh, at the zoo, uh, but yet I know a lot yeah. of people, you know, with the... Uh, how, do, how does the... How does the, the um, the country of Botswana uh, still look at the the poaching, and is there still a lot of illegal poaching for the ivory going on? That's a great question, Rick, because the president at that time who outlawed hunting and outlawed zoos and caging of all animals, he's now been replaced by a new president who has now implemented hunting. So Elephant Sands, which is about 16,000 hectares, is surrounded by 1.1 million hectares, which now allows hunting. And most hunting is seasonal, like deer hunting. You have three months you can hunt. But for the elephants, it's year-round. So it's, it's, it's become even a more tragic situation than it was before. I think it's about $80,000 to hunt an elephant. And I believe they're 250 to 300 a year they're shooting. And then, of course, they're, they're killing, you know, the genetic stock is really affected because they shoot the bulls with the biggest tusk. And a really extraordinary thing that's happening now, Rick, is there's many elephants being born with tuskless which is a real handicap because you use your tusk to dig roots, to dig for water, to scrape the bark off trees, to defend yourself. So it, the situation is really deteriorated, unfortunately. When you think about man's history with elephants, too, because, you know, as a history guy, I heard about Indian War elephants and, you know, Hannibal and the mm-hmm. Punic Wars of Carthage crossing the Alps on, on elephants. Uh, mm-hmm. Where do we sit now with our relationship with elephants as, as just as a human race? I know that's kind of a grandiose question, but what do you think? Well, I think there's a lot of consciousness um, 
around the fact that elephants are sentient beings. I think people are aware of that. And there's a, a lot of movement to protect elephants, and there's a lot of great sanctuaries that exist, um, much more than there was certainly when Hannibal was crossing the Alps. Uh, but still, I don't know what, what would drive anybody to want to kill an elephant, you know, standing at a watering hole with his high-powered rifle. It doesn't make any sense to me. And that's the other thing I was going to ask you. There are still in Europe and right here in the United States, big game hunters who will shoot something like an elephant and then tweet it out. And the reaction, uh, of course, is outrage beyond belief. But on the other hand, this is all legal now again, huh? Yeah, it's all legal. Yeah, the Texas Hunting Club, is. I know they've been down there. Yeah, it's... Um it's wide open. Um, the the Mola family who helped the elephants, they're, they're meeting with the Minister of Wildlife and trying to establish a corridor, which would lead from the Zimbabwe, which a lot of the elephants come from there, a two-mile corridor, a safe zone. And they've done that in other areas um, in Botswana. And elephants, after you know, a few months, they figure out that that's a safe area, and they use the corridor. So hopefully that will, that will happen, and that land will be set aside. You know, I've always heard from uh, deer hunters, uh, they say the best thing to do is to kill the young deer, the does, the fawns, because oh, they're, better e- they're better eating, and you, can't, you shouldn't kill the producers, because if you kill the adults, then they don't make new deer, and if you kill mm-hmm. the adults, the, the young deer all starve to death. Is there some sort of similar thinking with these elephant hunters, or you don't know? Uh, they kill the biggest elephants that they can because they want the biggest tusks. Yeah. And that's the best genetic stock because when, they, when elephants mate, you know, whoever's the biggest and the baddest, they get their choice of the females. So you're weakening the whole genetic line by killing the, you know, the, the best, the biggest, the strongest. The numbers are staggering. Uh, if there are 400,000 elephants left and 40,000 are killed a year, I can do the math in 10 years, no more elephants? Yeah, yeah, you're right. And they're the gardeners of Africa, you know. When they, they, they go through the land and they, when they defecate, they, they drop seeds everywhere. And they're known as the gardeners of Africa. So many other species are dependent on them. Well, when you started, uh, you know, your love for the, the elephants, I know it started a long time ago, but when you, when you look at the, the carnage that's been going on, when did you decide, look, I, I need to make a film here, enough is enough? You know, I went to um, Africa with the intention of making a film called Do Elephants Go to Heaven, which was with an animal communicator. I believe in animal communication. I believe that they can speak to the and interpret what the what different animals say. And we went to Elephant Sands, the bush camp, to get B roll footage. And when when you first arrive you think, Oh, this is great, you know, there's all these elephants. I mean, there's like five hundred elephants coming in and they and there was a really a feeling, Rick, that someone had sprinkled fairy dust on the camp. I mean it was there was no no aggression by the elephants. You could walk to your room and they'd cross your path and and then after I was there for a little while, like a week or ten days, I started realizing, oh my God, they're not getting enough water, and the babies would scream at night because they couldn't get to them. There's just they have a trough that they built because of the drought, because of climate change. There wasn't the pan that normally exists, and that's a pan. The water seeps up from under the ground. That was dry. So they ha- and then they would turn off the water at night for the camp. You couldn't take a shower after seven o'clock because they provided more water for the elephants. But if you have five hundred elephants, they can't get to the trough. 
So I, I just, at that point, I decided to switch gears, leave the other dwellers that go to heaven and concentrate on this family that was so remarkable and so humane and sacrificing everything and cost them a ton of money to try to, you know, to try to save these elephants. We just have less than a minute. You believe that elephants cry real tears, right? Well, I've seen that. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, I do. They're sentient beings. They have feelings just like we do. And they're very family-oriented. You know, they love their children. The females stay together for life, mothers and daughters. And Yeah, no, they're amazing, amazing creatures. Is your favorite team the Oakland A's with the elephant on the patch? On the shoulder? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> awesome. Me too. <laughs> the movie is uh, just came out a couple days ago, worldwide digital release. It's called Elephant Refugees, written, produced, directed. She did it all, and it was a obviously a labor of love, as you heard. Louise Holgrath, congratulations on the film, Louise. Thank you, Rick. Thanks so much for the exposure. We really appreciate it. Sure, no problem. And I got to ask my cousin the next time I see him because I know three times he has flown to Africa to quote unquote help the elephants. I got to actually ask him Botswana. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. We'll come on back on Sports Byline. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Hey, Pack Rat. Yeah, you. Are you moving cross country and you just don't know who to call? Call us right now. Listen, you've probably seen one of our containers in your neighborhood. But did you know that we can help you move anywhere in the United States? It's real simple. We'll drop a container off at the location you tell us to bring it to. You pack up your valuable possessions at your leisure. They stay safe right in your home. And when you're ready, call us. We'll come and pick up the container and give you a scheduled date of when your furniture and the other possessions will be at your new home. So if you're moving across country or across town, be a pack rat. Join the pack rat family. Call pack rat right now for your free quote. See y'all later, pack rats. Call 800-569-7208. 800-569-7208. That's 800-569-7208. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. 
That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them, and it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. Tittle always goes commando. All right. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Coming up in the next segment, Super 16 College voter Keith Byers uh, will join us. Let's go to the phone lines, though. We have Chris in Oakland, and uh, he's on the line. What's going on, Chris? Hey, Rick. Yeah, I know Cal's not going to be uh, to the, uh, the you know, college football playoffs, but uh, just want to check in on the uh, Cal-Stanford game. Just a fantastic game for Cal fans, obviously. Um, over the weekend, packed crowd at Memorial Stadium. They haven't had a sold-out crowd in a while. And uh, it was just really good for the Bay Area, or well, the East Bay at least, to, you know, to have a great um, you know, showing with, uh, with Cal and Stanford. So just, you know, I know it's, you know, again, two, three and seven teams, you call it the big game, and it's, you know, whatever. But for us Cal, you know, old blues that, uh, you know, just never going to win again, never going to win anything. Just it was a really exciting game, and for Cal to come back and, you know, down 11 in the fourth quarter and come back and win that thing, and it was really exciting. And Berkeley was, Berkeley was jumping that night. I don't know, were you in Berkeley that night, or were you, uh, you're probably in your posh uh, palatial mansion and, uh, you know, getting ready for the Raider I, game, yeah? I did not uh, leave my house all weekend except to get the paper uh, both days. <laughs> wait, 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 uh, but it's too bad that game wasn't on TV. Get... It made me sick that it wasn't on TV. I had to get updates on Twitter. It really sucked. I didn't. I thought it was. It wasn't on the uh, the. Pac-12 it was on the Pac-12. I don't get the Pac-12 network. Oh man! But I thought you get everything. All right. Yeah. Again, in your big palatial mansion, I figured you. You know, you get all that stuff. But I was too busy um, beating my servants. Yes, that's right. That's right. Um, you know, it really enjoyed actually the 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 uh, the person you had on uh, last. Um, as obviously an Ace fan, elephants are a symbol. I'm not a registered Republican, but you know, Republicans that's their symbol too. Um, and so it's kind of interesting, you know, it's horrible that the elephants are getting, you know, if you look at what, uh, what's that guy, George Zimmer, right, the guy that was from uh, Men's Warehouse, yeah. he gave a whole bunch of money to the Oakland Zoo way back when because he was partnering with the A's, and they developed the, uh, the elephant uh, sanctuary at the uh, yeah. uh, Oakland Remember Smokey Zoo. killed the trainer? I don't, whoa, I don't remember yeah. that. What yeah, happened? that was tragic, yeah, Smokey the elephant, old and senile, yeah. It's funny because, I, not ha-ha funny, but I remember... <laughs> In the Bash Brother years, 
um, Dave Stewart was standing there at the Oakland Zoo with, uh, with uh, George Zimmer. He's like, this year the Oakland A's are teaming up with George Zimmer and the Oakland Zoo to help the elephants build a new home. And the next year they used the exact same commercial. And right when he said it, they, they cut to a picture of the lion. And Dave Stewart's voice was completely different with, with uh, room tone. It went like this. This year George Zimmer and the Oakland A's are teaming up to help the lion. Well, I don't, I don't, hey, you know, with, with your buddy Billy Bean leaving, well, whatever, if he's leaving or not, um, you know, that's just, this has been a disaster. Um, well, I, you it's know, just going to be the, the same team, Oakland, zero ambition, and they're still going to move. No, and I saw, I know you've been tweeting out about that. So the new mayor at Oakland, uh, Ms. Shang Tao, congratulations to Who? her. Exactly. She's from Stockton. No, I, I didn't hear it. They have a new mayor? Well, I mean, the, the, there's, they're supposed to have the final, she's up by 700 votes. She's a big labor person. I mean, I, and, what's her know, name? Sheng Tao. Sheng Tao. I never heard of her. Family, okay. I, I believe her family's Mien. Mien from uh, Laos. Um, uh, she, but she grew up in Stockton. You know, I, she's one of these political persons, and she's like she got labor's endorsement, right? And so, you know, she's not somebody I, that like works. I only care about job. one thing. Does she care about the A's? So that's what I'm getting at, right? And so. I ran into people that are, you know, big labor in Oakland, and they're, you know, excited, not necessarily to keep the A's in Oakland, but they're excited because they'll get a bunch of labor jobs to build the Howard Terminal site. So, uh, allegedly, because she's big labor, because labor gave her a whole bunch of money, that she's, you know, you know, again, they want to just build a project. And it's it, it's not because they're big altruistic, hey, we want to build, we want Oakland to have a, keep the team, we want this. They just want the labor jobs. I remember when I was on the school board, a young uh, woman that was running the Alameda uh, Labor Council wanted the team to go to San Jose because all these great labor jobs there that would come. And I was like yelling at her. I was like, what are you doing? Not yelling, but I was, hey, why why can't we have these same labor jobs in Oakland? So it's, you know, it's not necessarily, again, it's not altruistic that they want to keep the team in Oakland. It's just they want these labor jobs for these big projects going to build. So it's kind of a, I don't know, man, you know, <laughs> we're not going to talk labor politics, but, you know, big labor is, anyway, sorry. All right. The last thing I want to talk about is uh, I, I got up at 5 this morning, watched England and Iran. Iran was pretty tough until, you know, 30 minutes in, um, and then England just started putting the hurt on them. Um, and then I watched the uh, Netherlands game, and obviously I'm going to watch the U.S. game. So I'm not a big soccer guy like you, Rick, but, you know, for big events like this, I'm going to watch them. And, you know, I know you got you, you got Wales winning 2 nothing for this game, but I think, I don't know, I don't know, the U.S., and their uniforms look terrible. I don't know what these – these are like some, you know, um, tie-dye looking all, things. But All the Nike ones look like that. It's the same as England, yeah. Is it? Okay, well, you, again, you know, it's way better than I do. But I just – they look terrible. But I, you don't think U.S. can, you know, maybe tie or take the Oh, game? I think the USA could win the game. It's not, un, it's not un, un, uh, unfathomable. I mean, we're, we're losing to England. We're losing – I'm not, I'm not going to – Say we're not, we're yeah. Beat, well, but. what what I I predicted England would win five nothing because what I saw against Iran is exactly what I think will happen uh, against us. The only good thing yeah. is is that maybe they I, I'm not gonna take their foot off the gas, but I mean you think about the subs they were bringing in. These guys mm-hmm. um, would all start for us. I just I don't know who's gonna marquee for more today. Six foot five. Um, it's just we have no strikers we have zero strikers and yeah. we have zero defenders i mean our best gym, our best defender is walkers and we have a couple of good young midfielders but that's it so Pulisic, what is who, i mean again you know it's way better christian Pulisic, everyone's talking about him he's a, he's a striker or he's a 
What is he? He he he's a forward. Yeah, he's more of a wing player, but he's not a number nine. He's more of a ten. He can play in the pocket, I think. But they'll probably put him up front. Listen, plays, anything can happen. Wales is not the great. They haven't been to the World Cup since 1958. So oh, uh, it's possible we can win. I'm just looking at the talent, and Wales play, all their players play in a real league and, and are real players. A lot of our guys are these MLS scrubs from FC well, Dallas. Well, Pulisic plays with uh, Chelsea, right? Yeah, but he hardly That's ever a- plays. He can't beat out Mason Mount. Oh. Oh, okay, again, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm arguing. And when he does play, he... The, the knowledge, yeah. When he All does right, play, well, he missed sitters. He did get one goal late in the Champions League. I mean, look, what, there's there's a chance. I'm not saying we have no chance, like Qatar and Ecuador. Um, yeah. But I just I just saying that if you're asking me to use my head and not my heart, I think right. Wales. I, I just I don't see where a goal is going to come. I just don't. Okay, okay. Well, my mother, you know, my, you know, Qatar is obviously Muslim country, and you know the fact there's no beer there, which you know is a. <laughs> Irish, uh, Lebanese, American. I'm I'm really upset about that. But right. you know, my mother's from you know the Middle East. And but but let me let I me just point it. this out. The last three World Cups, you couldn't buy beer in the stadium either. I mean, it's just it, they don't want a bunch of drunks. They they thought they could in Qatar, and now they can. There's, people are making a big deal out of it because it's a Muslim country, I guess. But, so there was no the way there was no beer sales in Sochi in Russia. What? Not what, at, not in vodka or what was, not how in that the ga- not in the game. So where are these guys getting liquored up then? before or just yeah you you tailgate and you stand outside and you or you you byob you can't like get a beer. I mean, even at, at the cal game on saturday i had a couple beers so I mean, you can't so college football which you can now get liquor you cannot get liquor at, at these world cup games there, there have been too many there have been too many tragedies in soccer games like you know how they cut off beer sales what is it the seventh inning and in the right. raider games they were the second half I remember seeing a guy, he opened up a pair of binoculars, and he drank out of it. It was a, uh, a flask <laughs> shaped as binoculars. They would always, you know, and it's funny, you said that they would always, the Giants broadcast would always talk about that couple in Montreal with their binoculars, and they would always talk about that. They were, you know, drinking out of that stuff. Well, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Like, if, So if I'm going to, you know, Qatar right now, and I pull out my binoculars, I'm probably going to jail like Brittany Griner, right? It's going to be in jail for 10 years. <laughs> don't, don't screw around in other countries, yeah. All right, Rick. Hey, we got we got Warriors tonight. Uh, the Niner game should be exciting tonight. Also, the Sharks. So it's big, big Barry uh, sports night. So uh, again, yeah. go Bears. We have uh, UCLA try to make a five and seven season. We're not going to beat UCLA, but anyway. You didn't mention so, the Niners. I know. You, well, yeah, I didn't want to talk about your Raiders <laughs> coming back and not screwing up uh, the game against the Denver. So uh, yeah. I was thinking that. yesterday, how are the Raiders going to blow this? And when Josh Jacobs had bounced off his hands and three other hands, I thought that that was their moment to blow it right there. <laughs> I didn't watch the game, but I I, was, I saw they were down sixteen thirteen and then came back and won. So uh, good job, C- congrats to you Raiders, Rick. They're uh, three and seven. Good job. All right, thanks for the call, Come Mark Chris. Davis. Thanks. All right, man. Thanks. All right, I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm I'm probably going to go to that Sharks game. By the way, I think I just need to get out of the house. Yeah, I literally left the house to get my paper on Saturday. I left the house to get my paper on Sunday. I know. It was uh, couch potato, video games, binge watching The Crown. I would do two of those. And they need 10 episodes, and it's well done. But, like, do I really need an entire episode on Muhammad Al-Fayed growing up in Egypt? I mean, it is good. It's well acted and great production values, but it's... Probably would have been enough with six episodes. And then Lady Di, it looks like her in the face, but she's six foot nine. And Dominic uh, West, who's a great actor, you saw him as McNulty in The Wire. 
great actor. He doesn't look anything like Charles, and he's like a foot shorter than her. <laughs> it's just, and then the queen looks like the queen mum. It doesn't look like the queen uh, anymore. It looks like her mother. But all right, no one cares. When we come back, let's talk a little college football right here on Titillating Sports. People who come to Cricket stay with Cricket. Why is that? Well, if you ask someone with one of the latest and greatest phones from Cricket, they might tell you it's because of the amazing phones. Like the new iPhone 14 that lets you capture stunning photos in low and bright light. Plus, they'd probably tell you about the fast nationwide 5G included with all plans that lets you stream, text, talk, and more, all at 5G speeds. Yeah, they might mention something like that. Smile, you're on Cricket. Cricket 5G is not available everywhere. Fees, terms, and other restrictions apply. See CricketWireless.com for details. Do you want to know the secret to putting extra money back in your pocket? Then switch your car insurance. And now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies. Just like buying airline tickets where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals. We have great deals with most of the major top-rated insurance companies. We are your superstore for car insurance. We've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year. If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch, and in five minutes, yes, just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-298-9093. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495 That's 800-788-1495 What's the best product I bought this year? Oh, that's easy. Salon Pos Pain Relieving Patches. The proven medicines in Salon Pos Patches reduce my pain and let me do the things I need to do every day. In a recent clinical study, patients using Salon Pos reported improved sleep, mood, and the ability to work. They had less pain and were able to reduce their use of oral pain medications. For pain, I use Salon Pos. It's good medicine. He sent me to. 
Teams have four attempts to move the ball ten yards. So if you see a graphic on your screen that says first and ten, that means it's the team's first attempt to get ten yards. Be crazy. Use a D O G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. <laughs> All right, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show, Rick Tiller, with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. On Mondays, it's always great to catch up with one of the Super 16 pollsters, college football. This is a collaboration between the National Football Foundation, uh, which, is, of course, is where the Hall of Fame is. Go to footballfoundation.org to see how you can get some merch and get a vote of your own. And also the Football Writers Association of America. And joining us right now is one of those Hall of Famers, Keith Byers. And, uh, Keith, I was just talking to the people who are a little bit younger than me because I remember your career very well. And it sometimes it looked like you were a guard at running back. Like I didn't understand how anybody could tackle you. You were so big and and, and wide, but elusively fast. And uh, you would run over people back in the day. Absolutely. You know, I always try to remind people, especially you know uh, back in the day and even this day, running back come have always come in different shapes and sizes. I mean, you look at Derrick Henry you know, today as opposed to uh, the Sanders uh, for uh, I mean Sanders for um, the Philadelphia Eagles, both effective runners, just two different running styles. And so I was a big, I was, I've been big all my life. So, so when I was in college, you know, 6'2", 235, and somebody was in my same recruiting class with me at Ohio State, you know, he was like 5'10", 205. But we're playing, we're vying for the same position, <laughs> you know, to be the starting tailback at the Ohio State University. Uh, and I've always uh, prided myself uh, on being a physical runner, being a tough runner. So if I'm one-on-one with a defender, I think I'm supposed to win. So best he can do is hang on until help arrives, but you're certainly going to need help. So if I'm one-on-one, I'm going to try to run you over or run around you or through you, whatever it takes to get the job done. So I always think, you know, I was, I'm the size of linebackers or bigger, <laughs> you know, and certainly faster than average defensive back. So a defensive lineman, you know, it took him to, you know, if he got me quickly, you know, before I got a chance to get my head of steam built up. But I always like my chances in one-on-one situations. No doubt about it. Let's talk about those Buckeyes where you were an All-American. And I just wonder where Ryan Day gets these running backs now. This guy, Dallin Hayden, the freshman, almost 150 yards and three TDs. They survive uh, Maryland. And uh, you have them just behind Georgia right now. What do you think of the Buckeyes where they stand? Well, I think, you know, after 11 games, you know, that's where I have Ohio State at. You know, I'm glad to be a voter. And you know I take it very seriously, and you know uh, I don't I don't play biases or anything like that. But you know Dallin Hayden, freshman running back at Ohio State, uh, you know he's about to play the biggest game of his life, you know the Michigan game this weekend, 
And, you know, he come into the season as the four-string running back. You know, we had Trayvon Henderson, Mayan, uh, Mayan Williams, one and two, and we had another uh, outstanding freshman last year. We expected big deals out of him by the name of Evan Pryor. And Evan Pryor was probably having the best training camp out of all of them in August. And he got hurt, and that opened up the door for Dallin Hayden to be the third-string running back. And we've only seen Dallin during mop-up time throughout the season until – you know, week 11, uh, we really, really need him when you're down with Mayan Williams and Trayvon Henderson and the freshman, you know, stepped up and had the biggest game, you know, of his career with three touchdowns. And that's a testament and the depth of Ohio State's roster, you know, and that running back room and, you know, always being ready to next man up mentality. And if he has to be the starting running back, you know, it's only Monday. We don't know what's going to come by Saturday. If he gets his first start, you know, at the season against Michigan, I'm okay with that. I think he can handle the moment. Uh, I, we've had other freshman running backs at Ohio State, you know, start against Michigan as a freshman and have some success, have a great deal of success. Go back, you know, 50 years ago, 1972, uh, as a freshman running back starting at Ohio State, his first Michigan game. And he had a pretty good career. His name is Archie Griffin. <laughs> he did the two Heisman Trophy winners. Later, so he was prepared for his biggest game of the year as a freshman. I think Dalen Hayden, and then you fast forward the clock, you know, twenty, you know, uh, rewind it twenty years ago, back in two thousand two, we had another freshman running back having his first start against Michigan, first chance, you know, against Michigan by the name of Maurice Correct. That worked out pretty well for Ohio State, and Ohio State went on to win national championship that year. Uh, so I don't know. I'm not trying to put that kind of pressure on Dallin Hayden, but as a freshman running back at Ohio State, if he has to play, I think he's going to be doing, doing a good job being called upon and, and have a big game, you know, against Michigan. You know, if you take me back to the Earl Bruce era, because growing up it was all about Woody Hayes, and they bring in Earl Bruce, and I think about the guys that coached under him, like Jim Trestle and Pete Carroll, Nick Saban, Urban Meyer, Dom Capers, uh, you know, Glenn Mason, they so were all there. A, that's a tree. <laughs> That is a tree, to, to say the least. But um, for you, I mean, and you led the nation in rushing and scoring, and then uh, how close were you? When you were at the Downtown Athletic Club, did you think you were going to hold on to that Heisman? I did. I did. You know, I know Flutie had had a lot of hype, and, um, but I thought that I had the better year. You know, it's a year-to-year you know, award is not what you did in your career, it's what you're doing this year. And the year that I had, um, leading the conference, I mean, leading the nation in rushing all purpose yards and touchdowns in the, in the Big Ten. And back in those days, you know, we didn't get a bye week. We, we, had, we had 11 games and I played 11 straight weeks, <laughs> you know, without a bye. No, and, uh, and to win the Big Ten conference, go to the Rose Bowl, to go to the Downtown Athletic Club. And, you know, the leading rusher, you know, set the season record of most rushing yards in Ohio State history. You know, I, I thought I had a great deal, a great chance to win the award. Now, back in those days, Ohio State's last game was the week before Thanksgiving, the Saturday before Thanksgiving. Um, Doug Flutie was Boston College was an independent school. And so their last game, they had a bye week, and their last game of the season was the Friday after Thanksgiving. Now, um, the balloting hadn't been completed, and the Friday after Thanksgiving, it's a lot of people watching college football on that day, 
and Doug flew through a Hail Mary pass, and a lot of the voters, you know, hadn't turned in their ballot yet. They were still waiting for it to be in, and they saw that. <laughs> they saw the Hail Mary pass, <laughs> and, you know, my season was already in the can. But then there's more voting out there, and, you know, um, I think that had a, a great deal to do with the reason why I was second instead of first. Um, but I always tease the Flutie whenever I've seen I always say, hey, Doug, you keep my trophy clean? <laughs> you know, so, uh, yeah, I, I really wanted that. I really wanted it that year. And so I was yeah. sitting at the downtown athletic club, and I was in a little bit of shock that they didn't call my name. If you ever pull up that, that video, I'm the last person out of my seat to stand up and clap for Doug Flutie because I just knew they were going to call my name. I just felt that, you know, I had it, you know, um, was going to win. And that was one of my goals at Ohio State was to win the Heisman Trophy. And uh, to come that close, it's like, oh, it hurt. And uh, it's been uh, 38 years. I I think I'm not quite over it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's hard to beat that moment for sure. It's sort of, I liken it to this, Keith, when Joe uh, Joe DiMaggio won the MVP, Ted Williams hit over 400, but he had the 56 hit game streak. And so Ted Williams hits over 400 and he's not the MVP. It's kind of like one of those deals. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It feels like that. <laughs> yeah, that is very true. I remember 56, but you forget about the four runs. I was like, yeah, I was the leading receiver on my team, leading rusher, you know, checked all the boxes. And only running backs had won that award, you know, prior after uh, Jim Plunkett. Jim Plunkett won, I believe, in 1970, uh, 1971. Jim Plunkett won the Heisman Trophy, and then after that it was Johnny Rogers, a kick return from Nebraska. And then from 73 to 83, it was all running backs. And at 84, it should have stayed running backs, according to myself. <laughs> I'm like, but, you know, it's the best player out of the best player. It didn't happen now. It's, it's, it's really almost turned into a quarterback award. You know, their last yeah. running back to win it was Derrick Henry. Uh, and then Mark Ingram, I think prior to that, but it's more quarterbacks that's winning that award. And, and I always thought that was strange because you got the Maxwell and you got the Doak Walker for the running back and the Maxwell for the quarterback, but everybody out of Mackey, for the most part, she's the quarterback. You know, it's, it's really hard for a non-quarterback, you know, to win that award in this day and age. And, you know, I think, think, you know, they change over time and who knows, it might change again. But I've always felt that the best player ought to win it regardless of position. You know, we've never had an offensive lineman win it or a defensive lineman win it. You know, Charles Woodson wanted as a two-way player, but mm-hmm. not as strictly a defensive back or anything like that. So, we're, you know, we just think we'll find out. <laughs> I remember when I was covering the Raiders, uh, I was in second round, and there was Derrick Henry right there, and Reggie McKenzie drafted Jihad Ward. And I, I was trying to get to the bottom of it. I'm like, why do you not take Derrick Henry? And and the, the, the beef on him was, we don't like the way he runs. And I'm like, okay. That's, that makes perfect sense. Oh, positive yards and touchdowns. You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> You're not a big fan of that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, what did Ryan say about um, Chris Carter? All he does is score touchdowns. It's like, that's a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a bad thing. I remember one time talking to one of them. I was doing some work for the, on the Yes Network, and uh, Randy Johnson was about to be a free agent. I was talking to somebody from the Yankees. I'm like, oh, you guys would love to have a left-handed starter like that. And he said, well, I would like to have a, a, you know, a, a, a pitcher that can win games. 
whether he's right-handed or left-handed. Are we looking for winning pitchers, not left-handed or right-handed pitchers? I said, yeah, I guess that really takes precedence. You know, if you happen to be a left-hander, it can win. But you, if you got five right-handed starters, then they all win in games. What difference does it make? Uh. <laughs> I know. All right, one more question for you, Keith. I love the 16 votes because they're all good teams, not like a top 25. You might have a team in there with three or four losses. So uh, Tulane and Cincinnati, they made it. What what are a team or two that almost made your list? Oh, Illinois. I know yeah. they're on a losing streak of 7-4. and four. You know, they jumped out to 7-1. You know, they were real on the fringe. I mean, the way they played Michigan, I mean, that game could have went either way. Yeah. And, unfortunately, they came up a little short. Um, you know, so that, that kind of hurt them uh, off my list. Um, you know, uh, Florida State w- w- was close to, you know, getting there, uh, you know, making the list. And uh, um, North Carolina, you know, I think they were 9-1, and one and nobody was talking about them. And, you know, it was on my list last week. And I was like, okay, you're coming up, you're coming up. And then they lost. So they had to, you know, I, I hit to drop them out, but they had to drop them out. There he is, Keith Byers, sure. the College Football Hall of Famer, the former Pro Bowl running back for the Super 16 poll. Go to nationalfootballfoundation.org to join and see how you can get a vote, merchandise as well, and uh, supported by the Football Writers Association of America. Keith, great talking football with you, man. Let's do it again sometime. I'd love to, love to. I appreciate it. You have a great Thanksgiving. Okay, you too as well. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a break, and we'll come on back on Sports Byline. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. 
billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-
USA Radio News with Lance Pride. It will be a short work week in America as Thanksgiving is Thursday. With inflation continuing to attack your wallet, the price of turkeys this year, according to the American Farm Bureau Federation, says the birds are 21% more expensive. Stuffing is up almost 70%. Pumpkin pie, 18%. And dinner rolls are up 22%. John Boyd Jr. from the Black Farmers Association on Fox News says the Biden administration ignored his warnings and the American farmer. And I've been telling the administration about this for, for months. You know, we have 332 million people in the United States and on America's farmers every day uh, to feed them. And this administration hasn't put farmers first. You know, Now they are proposing another $37 billion in aid to Ukraine, and we haven't taken care of America's farmers here. Police have identified. 22-year-old Anderson Lee Aldrich as a suspect in Saturday's shooting in an LGBTQ nightclub in Colorado Springs, Colorado, that killed five people. Colorado Springs Mayor John Southers said the shooting hit the suspect with a handgun. They grabbed off of him and pinned him down. Joshua Thurman was in the nightclub during the attack and talked to KMGH-TV. Heard another set of shots, and then I, me and a customer ran to the, um, to the dressing room and got on the ground and locked the doors and called the police immediately. The country of Turkey targeted Kurdish militants in northern Syria and Iraq with a series of airstrikes on Sunday, days after a bombing attack killed six people in Istanbul. New volcanoes became active following a strong earthquake Saturday on Russia's Kamchatka Peninsula in the remote eastern part of the country. Scientists say major eruptions could be on the way. USA Radio News. Do you have three ex-wives and your current trophy wife wants a life insurance policy three times the size of the policies you had to purchase for your previous? If so, you need to call Blue at Term Provider, 800-568-2790. Big Lou is intimately familiar with your problems. And if you're 50 or 60 years old and in reasonably good health, a $1 million policy should only cost about $100 to $200 per month. Big Lou may have a solution for your previous policies as well. You may even save enough money to lighten the load on your new $1 million policy. Remember, call Big Lou. He's like you, except he's only on number two. Call Term Provider at 800-568-2790. That's 800-568-2790. million dollars in term life insurance that you can live with. Call Big Lou at 800-568-2790. The mystery in Moscow, Idaho, of four college students being murdered last week has few details. The coroner who conducted autopsies on the four friends said that they were most likely asleep at the time they were attacked, possibly in their beds, and that some of the victims tried to fight back. Captain Roger Lanier with the Moscow PD. We do not believe the following individuals are involved in this crime. The two surviving roommates, a male seen at the grub truck downtown, specifically wearing a white hoodie, a private party who provided uh, rides home to Kaylee and Madison in the early morning hour of November 13th. One lawmaker in Washington says the color of your skin policy in D.C. is leading to racism and needs to end. The GOP should work on abolishing racism. That's the word from Florida Senator Rick Scott, himself a Republican. Senator Scott is in Las Vegas for a Republican-Jewish coalition leadership event 
and spoke with reporters afterwards saying there's a lot of room for improvement. I think we've got to get, get out of asking people uh, the color of their skin. Uh, we've got to judge them based on their character. Um, every, we're all you know, American citizens. Have, we should have the same opportunities. I think that's what we ought to be talking about. From the Gulf Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Tony Maruso. It will be a short work week as Thanksgiving is Thursday. And thanks for listening. Lance Pry, USA Radio News. People who come to Cricket stay with Cricket. Why is that? Well, if you ask someone with one of the latest and greatest phones from Cricket, they might tell you it's because of the amazing phones. Like the new iPhone 14 that lets you capture stunning photos in low and bright light. Plus, they'd probably tell you about the fast nationwide 5G included with all plans that lets you stream, text, talk, and more, all at 5G speeds. Yeah, they might mention something like that. Smile, you're on Cricket. Cricket 5G is not available everywhere. Fees, terms, and other restrictions apply. See CricketWireless.com for details. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. is going on that's right a little switch up two hours of rick and now an hour of dom still talk sports we can talk world cup too rick knows more soccer than i do but i still know my soccer so we can still talk world cup if you want to give me a call 1-800-878-PLAY that's 1-800-878-7529 that is the number to call and as rick says get in and get heard girl Hope he doesn't have a uh, some type of trademark on that, because then I owe Rick some money. Uh, coming up after this little open in our commercial break, we'll have JD Sharp of Pro Wagering to talk some NFL. Uh, Twenty-five after, I'm very excited for this one. Uh, actress Morena Bakarin is going to be joining me. You probably, if you if you don't know who that is, you've probably seen her before. If you hear her name and you're like, ah, yeah, I don't know who that is. She's been in Gotham. She's been in Deadpool 1 and 2. She's been in Homeland. So you've seen her. I guarantee it. You've seen her. She's a fantastic actress. She'll join me to talk about her, uh, it's not exactly a new film. came out, uh, I think, in September. But it's out on Tuesday on DVD. So we'll talk about the 
home release of her new film, The Good House, which also stars uh, acting stalwarts uh, Sigourney Weaver and Kevin Kline. Uh, and in the third segment, 40 After, it's 14 to 15 beautiful minutes of open calls, open lines. I'll push a button. I'll get you on. We'll talk some sports. You're going to talk about how the U.S. is doing, uh, how you think uh, Monday Night Football is going to be. We're seeing a report Colt McCoy is going to start against the 49ers, so it'll be another week with no Kyler Murray. We'll have to ask J.D. Sharp about that. Obviously, that'll impact the lines and everything. And, uh, oh, I'm also seeing now the 49ers, the the Broncos have waived running back Melvin Gordon, who's looked good, but he cannot hang on to the ball. And uh, in football, holding on to the ball feels like uh, priority number one. I'm Dominic Jimenez. We'll do this. Let's go to the Lane Sports. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too. If you feel symptoms, even if they're mild, you should test fast. Test positive and at high risk for severe COVID-19? Then act fast with authorized oral treatments that can be taken at home and must be taken within five days from when symptoms begin. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too by asking your healthcare provider if an oral treatment is right for you. Learn about a treatment option at TreatCV19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your or airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800 754 4531. 800 754 4531. 800 754 4531. That's 800 754 4531. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Remember your favorite movie moments? Ever thought about collecting them and connecting with your favorite creators? Now you can turn that wish into a reality with Real 8. Real 8 is an inaugural NFT marketplace for fans to collect exclusive behind-the-scenes moments. With Real 8, you can access unique experiences like meeting the cast and crew live. Visit real8.com slash USA now to join a community of like-minded fans and get even closer to the films you love. Don't miss the latest NFT drop. 
Check out realate.com slash USA. That's R-E-E-L, the number eight dot com slash USA. You're listening to Dominic Jimenez on Sports Byline USA. Welcome back into the show. It is that time, 10 after, third hour, where we check in with our friends over at Pro Wagering. And today it is J.D. Sharp to talk some football. J.D., how's it going? How did, how did you do this weekend? I did very well. Um, you know, we're in the middle of college basketball season as well, and that actually used to be my best sport. Uh, I'm having a, an unbelievably good NFL season. We're talking like Brandon Lang, two for the money type of good NFL season. Uh, my record after a 3-0 and weekend, um, I had the under in the Jets-Patriots game. That wasn't, wasn't much of a sweat, uh, considering, uh, and, I, and I talked about this with Rick on Friday. I said Zach Wilson would have some real problems with that Patriots D. And he certainly had problems. He was 9 of 22 for 76 yards, considering they can't run the ball and they have a pretty good D. That probably should have been my play of the year. Honestly, that, that, I, I haven't felt as good about any play this year in my 42 wins than I did with that one. Um, and then I took the Lions plus 3.5, bought, bought that up half a point, didn't need it. They won outright. And then I had the Chargers last night plus 6. I got to tell you, the Chargers. I think if they get Bosa back and they have a healthy Williams, uh, they're not going to get Jackson back. He's out for the year. Michael Davis is pretty bad. He's he's pretty bad at corner. He's not very good at all. Uh, but I, I I like I like the Chargers at sixty or eighty to one to potentially win it all because they do have all the pieces with Murray and Mack and James and Adderley and obviously what they have offensively. And Eckler's got 11 touchdowns on the year, so he's actually a pretty good goal line back, despite him being rel- relatively small, and I love Herbert. So, yeah, I went, went 3-0, and and so now my NFL record, after I went 1-0 on Thursday, I took the over in that game, but my NFL record is now 42-16. and That's a 73% win rate on a 58-game sample size, and not one game has been under one unit. So the people that are tailing me are literally printing money right now Dom so and I know that I from what just from what I've seen in chatting with you and listening to you talk with Rick is that the dogs have been doing phenomenally this season is is obviously I'm not paying attention to it on a year-by-year basis quite as closely as you and and uh your pals over at pro wagering but is this a kind of an anomaly this season? I, I want to say dogs have been covering at something like a 65% clip last I looked. Is that normal, or are we seeing something weird happening this year? Well, there's a lot of parity in the game. There's been a lot of injuries as well, and your right, dogs have covered a lot. Although, I think that tonight the dog is not going to cover uh, the Niners. They should have beat the Chargers by 13-plus last week. They should they should have their way with the Cardinals. I, I'll be surprised if the Cardinals score 14 points tonight. I think that they don't. They've got Shahir. They've got Greenlaw and Warner. I love Charvarius Ward at corner. Um, you know Kyler Murray. You've got Colt McCoy and James Conner in offense with the Niners. Obviously, they've got their entire offensive line is very healthy. They've got McCaffrey. They've got Samuel. They've got Ayuk. They've got Kittle. They've got pretty much everything they need uh, to, to to really just beat the Cardinals pretty bad in Arizona tonight. So, yeah, the dogs have been covering a lot because there is Perry. There have been injuries. I think the books are just a little off. Like that game last night, that game should not have been minus five and a half. 
that game should have been minus two and a half. And I don't I don't know where I don't know why that line was inflated so much, but it was. And that Patriots Jets game that should have been thirty three or thirty four or even thirty. I mean, I've never seen an NFL total under thirty five ever. But that type of game led like that that lined up for that type of scenario. And the Commanders should have been favored by at least seven last night. So yeah, I think that the the line makers aren't used to this much action coming in from all over the all over the country. And people in different places bet different ways on different teams, and that's just messing things up, and it's making my job a heck of a lot easier, which is good for everybody that is one of my clients or one of the users on, on pro wagering. But, yeah, just, to, just kinda, I just kind of alluded to it. But, yeah, I, I think the Niners tonight beat the Cardinals pretty badly. I'll probably buy it down to 9.5. I mean, still 10 points is 10 points. and you know, All it takes is a couple of fumbles, and, and things don't work out the way they're supposed to. But... I'll, I'll probably buy it down to nine and a half, but I, but I, I think the Niners should should pretty easily cover this game tonight. And I think it's fascinating that you mentioned parity because the NFC through eight weeks looked like it was going to be the Eagles. It was going to be the Eagles. The NFC West was a mess. Yep. The Buccaneers, uh, who were clearly the class uh, going into the season at least in the South, they looked terrible. The North had the Vikings, but the Vikings just everybody knows the Vikings are going to Viking. And now we sit two weeks late, two three weeks later, and the Eagles have a loss. They barely beat the Colts. The Cowboys absolute drumming on the Vikings. The 49ers are getting healthy. Even the Buccaneers are starting to show signs of life. Who do you like coming out of the NFC? Uh, I, I'm surprised at how much it's honestly changed in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it's been crazy. And then you saw what happened to the Vikings yesterday. And i got to tell you, I don't see how Micah Parsons isn't the MVP at this point. I really don't. I, I, I think I think that he's, he's 23 years old. He's a second-year guy. He runs like a 4-3-5. He's got 11-inch hands at, at linebacker. That's why he sheds, he sheds blocks so easily. But, yeah, I think I think Parsons should be the MVP right now. He's got 10 sacks, and he, he hits the quarterback at least five times a game. Right um, I, it's, it, it really is tough to say right now. I think you could go with Minnesota. You could go with Dallas. I mean, Dak played really well. He was like 22 of 26, which is unusual for him. Tony Pollard is playing really well as well. But then I think that when the Cowboys play the Redskins again, the Red, I'm sorry, not the Redskins, the Commanders, the Commanders are going to give them some problems back. So I think if Chase Young comes back, and plays well, the Commanders have a chance to, to actually be that team in the NFC. So you've got the Cowboys, the Commanders, the Vikings, the Eagles, definitely the Buccaneers, but Julio Jones is back. He looks good. They, they've always had a very good defensive defensive front and pretty decent defensive corners. I mean, no Brady's just out of his mind. All he, all he cares about is, I mean, the guy just, he just said, yeah, I'm more concerned with winning than my family. So, I mean, <laughs> that tells you all you know about Tom Brady, which makes him the best competitor probably of all time and, you know, in the – it's just in sports in general. So yeah, you you've got six or seven squads. Even the Falcons, if the if the Buccaneers slip up, the Falcons have a chance to take their spot. So you've got six or seven squads that could, that could really and not even that I'm not even talking about the Giants either. You know, the Giants are six and three. So we we know we know that the Packers are likely out. We know that, uh, and that's not a surprise. But yeah, there's six or seven teams that that could easily be the the, the representing the NFC in the Super Bowl this year. All right, and then. You mentioned, you know, you talked about you like the Niners, even if it's in double digits. Um, how much extra time do you put into um, how you're going to approach a game when the game takes place internationally, when it's a neutral field? Because tonight's game, uh, it will be taking place in Mexico City. So, yes, technically the Cardinals oh, are right. I'm sorry. Technically they're yep. at home. 
But that doesn't really mean anything. Right. Obviously, when you have the teams go to London and one team decides to show up on Friday, you bet the house against that team, uh, as Rick likes to say. But how much time do yep. you ha- yep. extra time do you have to put into examining a game when it is on a neutral field uh, internationally? Well, I, I would take one of the factors that, that I use to, to make my decisions, I would eliminate that factor, and I, and I did not know the game was in McDowell. I think Rick did talk about it on Friday, and maybe I mixed it up. But, yeah, I thought the game was actually in Arizona. So that changes things a little bit for me. Um, yeah, it, it definitely it definitely matters. It, it creates more of an even playing field from the start as opposed to having that advantage at being home, at least in my mind. So, yeah, maybe maybe taking that into consideration. Colt McCoy did play pretty well his last game. He got sacked a couple of times. He was about 70%, had a touchdown, but he's really throwing the ball to is the matchup there with Hopkins and Traverius Ward. I would argue that Hopkins is one of the strongest wide receivers in the NFL, and Ward is one of the most physical cornerbacks in the NFL. He's perfect for the Niners, so that, that kind of cancels each other out. I really might say, you know, what, what is the over-under in this? Is like, let me guess, it's like 42-and-a-half, 41-and-a-half? Um, it. Hang on, give me one second. I'm I'm pulling a Rick. No I'm looking. Um, hey, it's all right. Yeah, it's it's gonna take me a second. I thought what I had, the screen I had. I I thought that was going to have it. Um, but if, uh, in in the meantime, uh, I will ask you as as I look this up and and I come back to you. Sure, sure. Um, the AFC also has had some parity with the, with the Jets. <laughs> they beat the Bills one week. They put up an absolute dud against the Patriots the following week. The Chiefs have been pushed a little bit more than they have in normal years. The Bills, they look invincible one week, look beatable the following week. So how are you seeing in the AFC? I know you like the Chargers as kind of a a dark horse to come out of there, but is it going to be the Chiefs or the Bills? Uh, You know, I, I would like to say that the Jets have a chance to get there, but they just don't. They don't have the quarterback. They don't have the running back. They don't have the offense. And you need to have both the offense and the defense if you're going to be competitive in the AFC. And the Chiefs, Chris Jones had two sacks yesterday. Willie Gay and Nick Bolton, those guys are pretty, they're pretty fast linebackers who can do some damage. So, And then obviously, who is guarding Travis Kelsey? If Derwin James, who's one of the most athletic players that has ever entered the NFL as far as his combine stats can't guard Travis Kelsey, then who can? Right? See, the fact of that, and I, and I can say what I want about Patrick Mahomes, but this guy, seven, eight times a game, there's a, there's a third, third and 15 or a third and nine or a third and 11 on the same drive, and the play will be broken. And somehow, some way, he'll throw the ball to a receiver that I don't even know, like Sky Moore or a Justin Watson or a Jody Fortson. And... It, it, it'll it'll work out for him, and I and I would say that he's just overly fortunate, but he does it every single week. So you know when when you're competing with somebody like Patrick Mahomes, when you give them a minute and thirty seconds, and they're missing two of their wide receivers, Smith Schuster, Pro Bowler, and McCole Hardman, and they easily go down the field and score within a minute, I there's something to be said for that. So uh, I don't think the Jets have a chance of getting there. I think the Chargers do, although I really don't like Michael Davis. I it, it, I wish if J.C. Jackson was playing for the Chargers right now, I would say they're the favorite to win it all with, with a healthy Joey Bosa and a healthy Mike Williams and Keenan right. Allen. There it but is. That's just G- not gonna, that's there not there he play. is, J.D. Sharp, pro wagering. Sorry, J.D., to cut you off. we got to hit the break. Thanks so much. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? We can come to the rescue 
and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents or having to waste time showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your house to foreclosure. If you have equity in your home, we'll buy your home and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call now before your situation gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just need anymore and get the cash you need today. Call this number now. 800-950-8218 That's 800-950-8218 Paid for by Want to Sell How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Hey, Pack Rat. Yeah, you. Are you moving cross-country and you just don't know who to call? Call us right now. Listen, you've probably seen one of our containers in your neighborhood. But did you know that we can help you move anywhere in the United States? It's real simple. We'll drop a container off at the location you tell us to bring it to. You pack up your valuable possessions at your leisure. They stay safe right in your home. And when you're ready, call us. We'll come and pick up the container and give you a scheduled date of when your furniture and the other possessions will be at your new home. So if you're moving across country or across town, be a pack rat. Join the pack rat family. Call pack rat right now for your free quote. See y'all later, pack rats. Call 800-569-7208. 800-569-7208. That's 800-569-7208. Now, more of Titillating Sports with guest host Dominic Jimenez. Welcome back to the show. Dominic Jimenez on the microphone here. And as you know, we're not all about sports here at Sports Byline. We love the, the comedians, the actors, the musicians, the entertainment. It's, we, we do it all here. And I'm very excited to welcome in my next guest, You've seen her in Firefly, Gotham, Homeland, Deadpool, and that's just the beginning of all of the projects that you've seen my guest in. And that's because my guest is Morena Baccarin. Uh, She's here to talk about her role in The Good House, which is out Tuesday, November 22nd on Blu-ray and digital and DVD, digital and on demand from Lionsgate. And the movie also stars Sigourney Weaver and Kevin Kline. Uh, Morena, let's start. Uh, can you give me like a, a quick synopsis and how you uh, and your character fit into the story? 
Sure. Um, it's based on a wonderful book by um, Anne Leary. And um, essentially, Sigourney Weaver's character is a real estate agent and sells me my house. I moved to the suburbs. My husband is a well-to-do finance person and working in Boston. And I'm a little lonely. And so we strike up a really wonderful friendship. Uh, it's a very sort of, you know, New England angsty comedy. Um, we drink a lot of wine together, even though we probably shouldn't be. And I start up um, an affair with, uh, even though I'm married, with another married man. <laughs> so we have a lot to talk about, her and I. Very nice. Uh, you mentioned that it's uh, based on a best-selling book. Uh, was there any pressure on you and the crew to kind of, uh, for lack of a better term, quote-unquote, get it right, given that the movie has the built-in fan base already? Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's always a thing with a book, right? Like, you know, it's not possible, I don't think, to recreate the exact book experience. But as long as you tell a story that is appealing and makes sense um, and, you know, is is bringing people in, uh, I think that's what's important. And I feel like, you know, Sigourney certainly and Kevin Klein do that in this film. It's really, it's it's both fun, funny, and very angsty to watch. Um, And it, it draws people in, and I feel like, you know, in that regard, we've we've done we've done a you know good to the book. And you and, and you've worked with so many um, fantastic uh, uh, actors and actresses uh, in throughout your career. What was it like getting to work alongside I uh, kind of iconic actors like uh, Sigourney Weaver and Kevin Klein on this film? Yeah, it was really incredible. That was when I read the script and I knew that she was attached. I was so excited, um, so excited at the prospect. She's such an incredible actress to work with and to be in a scene with. We had so much fun and she's so giving and present. Um, I was just in awe of her and just an amazing person to get to know as well. It was such one of those like amazing life moments where you're like, you know, you've heard of so many actors just being a pain or like overcompensating. And she's had this incredible long career and is such a kind person and humble. And it was as a, you know, as somebody that's been doing this for a little while, like it was just such a nice experience to have, you know, with such an iconic person. And uh, when you got the script, what was it, uh, aside from who you'd be working with, as you mentioned, uh, what was it that appealed to you that made you say, I want in on this project? Because I'd imagine you're, you and your agent are going through scripts all the time. And, and what about this called to you? I love the story. Um, I love the character. I love that nobody in it you know, a very one-sided or simple character that everybody had demons and everybody had things they were grappling with. And then they had this facade of what they were showing the world. And there were, there was just a lot of layers to what was going on. Um, and I thought it was also told in a funny way. And I liked the asides that she had to the camera, which broke the fourth wall. Um, I really, I, I thought that the, the storytelling was really unique. And, uh, you know, we mentioned this is a best-selling book. Not the first time that you've been part of a show or a movie that fans, uh, that there is a huge fan base for. I mentioned some of the other things. You've you've worked with DC, with, with Marvel. Firefly has some of the most passionate fans of all time of any media. When you look at your uh, career so far and how many, how often you've gotten to be part of something that is so beloved by the fan base... How does that feel for you in terms of what you've accomplished? I mean, thank you, first of all. Um, of course. It's amazing. I've, I've had a very well-rounded career, I guess. Um, it's very fulfilling. It's really, um, you know, I'm always 
quite humbled when somebody stops me in the street and wants to talk about Firefly Phil or, you know, Homeland or something I did so long ago. And it just shows you how we love stories. And I'm just really happy I get to tell them. It's, it's really one of the greatest joys as an actor is to be able to create new people every day and tell stories that, you know, people are interested in and that touch somebody. We're speaking with Marina Baccarin. You can check her out in The Good House, which is out Tuesday, November 22nd on Blu-ray and digital and DVD, digital and on demand from Lionsgate. And one of the cool things that I love about the entertainment industry is that there's not always necessarily a straightforward way to success. You know, we've had so many stand-up comedians in here and there's not a school for comedy. And in entertainment, sometimes you don't have to have that formal training to hit it big. However... You attended Juilliard. What was what was that like? Because when it comes to uh, the arts, I, I think uh, the general populace holds no school, uh, you know, in high, as high a regard as Juilliard does. So, how did that help you? And what was that experience like? And, and how did that help you to where you are today? Uh, yeah, it was, um, you know, something that I really wanted. I really wanted that training. I felt like I needed more time to mature too, as an actor and as a person, and. It offered me that time and space. Um, I think it helped me with discipline more than anything else and kind of understanding, you know, you're part of, you're a cog in the wheel. You're you're a part of a bigger machinery and a, and a bigger thing. When you're shooting a film, there are so many people involved. And, you know, that you really have to bring your work and be prepared because you're wasting everybody else's time if you're not. Um, and I think that discipline was something that I really took with me. And now your mother was an actress and your father was in the media as a journalist. Um, Growing up around media, was there ever a time that, you know, you thought, no way I'm not getting into the same industry as my parents. No way am I becoming an actor. Or (laughs) or were you pretty much destined like, no, this is for me. I want this. It actually surprised me, too. I was very academic growing up. Um, Thought maybe I'd be a writer or something else. Um, And then I just kind of fell into it in a way. Like, I mean, I guess maybe it was naivety on my part to think that I wasn't going to do it, but I did. I certainly didn't expect to. Um, And it just happened. I went to this high school performing arts and I started doing it there. I really enjoyed it. And it kind of caught me by surprise. And then I quickly realized that I was good at it and that I just didn't want to do anything else. That I wasn't that interested in anything else. And it it just sort of happened slowly. Um, as far as media was concerned, I wasn't very interested in that. And I saw how much my dad, uh, my dad's work consumed him and, and just how topical everything was. And it was just always a conversation. And then he had to travel a lot for work. And, and I've always felt like the arts and, and performing arts would be a good tool to have, even if it's not what I went into. But then, of course, you know, the minute I started, I couldn't stop <laughs> And and I have one more acting question for you. Um, what was it like being able to go back to Brazil and star in the most recent season of the series? And forgive me, I'm, I'm not a Portuguese speaker, so I'm going to say therapy session, yeah. what it translates to in English yeah. in order to not butcher uh, another language. But what was that like being able to go back to Brazil and, and act in a, a very popular series over there? It was great. Um, in treatment is actually weirdly more popular there than it was here. I believe the U.S. Uh, version of it was only two seasons or so, um, and now they're in, like, season five or six. Uh, it was really cool. It was really hard. Um, I had never acted in Portuguese to that extent, and they shoot the series very quickly. Um, we shoot an episode a day, 
which is insane. Um, it was a lot of dialogue in a different language. And even though I speak Portuguese, you know, I'm a little rusty. I've lived here for over 25 years. And so it took some adjustment, but it was really weirdly, um, once I got into the rhythm of it, very satisfying and very, um, uh, you know, getting back to my roots in that way and acting in my native language was really fulfilling. That is the voice of Marina Baccarin. She's an actress. Uh, you can check her out in The Good House, also alongside Sigourney Weaver and Kevin Klein. Uh, the Good House is out Tuesday, November 22nd on Blu-ray and digital and DVD, digital and on demand from Lionsgate. Marina, thank you so much for taking some time and joining us today. It was an absolute pleasure getting to chat with you. Uh, we, the film's fantastic. Can't wait to check you out again and hope to have you on uh, on your next project. Thank you so much. All right, that is Morena Baccarin. I am Dom Nicomenez. Make sure check out The Good House, Tuesday, November 22nd on Blu-ray, digital, DVD, digital and on demand, available from Lionsgate. I'm Dom Nicomenez. Well, I always say that we, we look at baseball in American history, right, as America's national pastime. That tells us something right there. That means that we attached particular characteristics to baseball that represented what we thought America was all about, right? If you leave out of that discussion the entire black experience, then you're leaving out a huge chunk of American history. From legendary sports broadcaster Ron Barr and the Sports Byline Archives comes a series that explores the players and the culture of Negro League Baseball. Willie, if I could transport myself back to a particular time, I'd love to go back and be able to just watch the Negro Leagues. They were so special. There were players that played with great heart, great emotion, and a love for the game. You were involved with them. Tell me what was so special about that. Well, uh, to me, now, I can only speak for myself because I was only there two years. They made me say, hey, you're going to go to the majors. That, that's just what they say every day. You're going to go to the majors. We, not, we may not go because... When I was 15, those guys were 25, and they didn't have a lot of chance to go. They was only going to stay there. But they said to me, when I first got there, we're going to make sure you go to the maze. That means you're not going to do anything wrong. You're going to do everything right. All you do is go out and play. The archive of interviews includes Hank Aaron, Willie Mays, and over 50 other Negro League players telling their stories in their own voices. Baseball was, uh, you know, everybody was just geared up to play base- baseball because Jackie Robinson was the first black to play in our day and time. And uh, he, uh, he, 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 is, he opened it up for all the, the players that was, got interested in baseball. I always felt like uh, there was hope. I always felt like if you just keep doing your job that... Uh, Somewhere he was going to touch somebody's mind and somebody's soul and somebody was going to be uh, wise enough to realize the only thing that uh, you wanted to do was to have a chance to play baseball. It is important that they understand that these leagues were segregated at one point in time and was by no necessary desire of those black players that they weren't included in the major leagues. And so they did indeed create their league. And this league became a great league. And I don't want that to be lost. The courageous owners who financed these teams and the players who played against the backdrop of American segregation, this is quite significant. Behind the Barrier 
Voices from the Negro Leagues will be available on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Titillating Sports continues on Sports Byline USA. Welcome back into the show, and if you're checking us and listening to this on a rebroadcast, you already know what happens, but if you're listening to me live right now, the United States have taken a 1-0, 1-0 lead over Wales. Tim Weah puts the, almost said puts the Warriors, Tim Weah puts the United States men's national team up 1-0 in the 40th minute of their opening game of the World Cup against Wales. Christian Pulisic with the assist. So that's a fun update for me. It was uh, it happened. The goal scored right as I was hitting the break and wrapping up with Marina Baccarin. My thanks again to her. Check out her new film, The Good House, which is now out on Blu-ray, DVD, digital, and on demand. And you know it's funny with the World Cup. Rick says, "Oh, the U.S. aren't going to win a game. Um, they're they're going to be awful. They're going to be terrible. Who's going to do this? Who's going to do that?" And I think that's one of those instances where Rick is is going to be it's going to sound like a stupid statement. So bear with me. I think Rick sometimes is too much of a soccer fan. I, it doesn't make sense. I, I I know, but I think he he's seen so much top tier soccer in his life. That that's where his mind goes. Oh, he sees he sees that some of the Americans play in MLS. He sees guys like Tim Ream, who I I'm not a Tim Ream fan, but he's been playing phenomenally in England for the last like year and a half. I'm okay with him being a starter. There's not another partner that I've seen with Walker Zimmerman that makes me say yes, that's the guy. I don't see Zimmerman and Jerry Sands. I I, I no Zimmerman and Ream. I'm fine with it. Would have I had? Would I have liked to see a guy like John Brooks be healthy and in form? Yeah, that would have been better. That would have been significantly better. But for what they have, it's it's fine. And yes, Wales have some very good players. They've got Gareth Bale. He's probably captaining them today. He just won um, a tie, uh, the championship, the MLS Cup with LAFC one of the all-time Real Madrid players, probably one of Tottenham's all-time players, greatest player in Welsh history, I would assume. He's phenomenal. But, but, but let's not detract... Yes, would I would I like to see some of these MLS guys leave MLS or conversely be replaced by guys not in MLS? Yes. There is something that is left when I see a guy like Christian Roldan. I don't necessarily need Christian Roldan on the team. I'm honestly surprised. I don't know if he's hurt. That might be the case. But Sebastian Legette, who's from the Bay Area, he's from South San Francisco. I think he's billed from Brisbane. He's right there also. Um, I'm surprised he's not on there. He's a guy that Greg Burhalter loves. He's a guy who has performed well internationally. He may not be a phenomenal player in, uh, in MLS, I forget where he's at. I think he's in Houston or something like that. FC Dallas. I was close. Um, so, like I said, I don't know if he's hurt. and But Berhalter loves him. He performs well. 
mildly surprised he didn't make the team. Just as a a guy who's had experience holding down that midfield, helping facilitate things, he may not be the guy getting the assists, but he's kind of the guy setting up the assist at times when he's been with the national team. So I'm surprised you don't see a guy like Sebastian Legette out there. But I think there is an underestimation. And you know what? I guarantee that these guys that play ML, play in MLS that are on the national team, I guarantee they hear it. They hear guys like myself and Rick saying, eh, they play in MLS. They're, they're not that good. Yeah, yeah, no, they're terrible. Burhalter, the coach. Yeah, no, I, can, I don't need Burhalter. He, he doesn't have tactics. He's, he can't do this. He can't do that. We, we point out their faults. That's what the media does. But it's entirely plausible that the U.S. goes on to win this game. It's plausible they win the group. Is it likely they win the group? No. Is it likely that they advance? I believe they can. If you want to assume Iran goes 0-3, which would mean a win for Wales, a win for United States, and if you assume England goes 3-0, and <clears throat> excuse me, this game means everything for the United States. And it's only the first game of the group. Now, do I think the U.S. is going to beat England? No. Not at all. Do I think that they can be competitive and keep it within one or two goals if they're going to lose? Yes, I do. There is, I think, higher expectations and thus pressure on the England team than there have been for a World Cup in a while. This is, I can't say they're golden generation because they've they've put out so many phenomenal teams in the past. But when you look at the veterans that are there, Harry Maguire, who's, he's all right. A guy like Harry Kane. You look at the young talent like Bukayo Saka and uh, Jude Bellingham, both of whom scored today. Raheem Sterling, still young, but he's been around a while. There's a nice balance with this English team, and they're all very good. Harry Maguire, maybe not. I I watched some Manchester United. uh, Real Madrid is my team. I do enjoy Manchester United. They've been very bad. Harry Maguire has been very not good um, for them also, but I like what this England team does uh, and what they have. So United States... I think they advance. I think they're going to be the second team to advance out of the group. And I think England wins the group. If you're going to give me a call, we can talk World Cup. We can talk soccer that's not World Cup. We can talk baseball, football, basketball, whatever it might be. Give me a call. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. And one more quick World Cup note. Um, it's It's one of those situations where... Real life blends into sports. And, you know, we've seen athletes uh, kneel for equality. That's been going on since Colin Kaepernick. Was, was that already like five, six years ago? We've we've seen it. It's continued to an extent in England in the Premier League. And currently there are a lot of protests going on over uh, equality and civil rights and, and fairness for women in Iran. And there have been a lot of protests. There have been arrests from those protests, already sentencing as a result of the 
protesters being arrested. And what we saw Monday morning, England versus Iran, we saw it continue a little bit because the Iranian men's national team were silent during the country's national anthem as it played uh, before the game against England. And very rarely do you ever see an athlete donning their country's colors, their country's crest, and see them be silent during the playing of the national anthem. Even if they're not ver- even if they're not projecting their voice, you can usually at least see them, you know, the lips moving. And the choice not to sing was a continued protest of the government's reaction towards the protests uh, in response to the death of 21-year-old Masa Amini, uh, who uh, died in police custody, custody excuse me, uh, after being arrested for wearing her hijab improperly and violating, violating Iran's dress code for women. Uh, during the 22nd minute of the match, fans began chanting Amini's name, and as television cameras... Uh, went kind of around the stand, there were signs that said woman, life, freedom, and freedom for Iran. Um, and Iran captain Ehsan Hasjafi uh, said they would support all the victims that have been lost in relation to the protests. We have to accept that the conditions in our country are not right and our people are not happy. Uh, he also said families of the victims should know that we are with them, we support them, and we sympathize with them. And that's one of the things that I absolutely love about sports. It's the ability to unite. Now, yes, this is talking about protesting. It's protesting against the country. Maybe it's not completely a unification thing because the government of Iran and a lot of its citizens, including the players, don't agree on certain things. There is a disconnect there. Is there issues within Qatar? Yes, because we've seen a lot of countries, especially in Europe, uh, the European nations, they're like, we're not going to wear our um, our one love rainbow-colored captain's bands out of respect to the host country because they their rules. Yes, there are a lot of divisive things going on with this World Cup. However, the power of sport to bring people together is beautiful. Even if it's just for the next month, it's, you know, even within countries, people here in America, this is a perfect example, actually, if I I had just taken two seconds to think about it. It's a perfect example, America being united um, at a time when America is not really united. (laughs) Um, The political landscape, social landscape, however, whatever you want to call it, uh, it's not the most united America's ever been. It's not. But when we watch the men and the women of the United States in the Olympics or the World Cup, people can put their differences aside and root for the players representing the team or the athletes representing the country. They're wearing the stars and stripes. They're wearing the United States crest. Yeah, I've 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 talked to so many bowlers and and I ask them, what is it like getting to wear the, the stars and stripes and standing on that podium listening to the national anthem playing? And every time I've asked, they've gotten a little emotional. Now nobody's broken down crying, but when they 
when they answer, it's usually it's the greatest one of the greatest moments of my life when that happened. Because they had a country backing them. Now for bowling, I don't think I can you can say the whole country is backing them. It, we're it, the the general population of the United States is just not they don't know that that bowling event or the worlds of bowling is happening. But the World Cup so many, again, I'm a soccer guy. So many of my friends have hit me up in the last couple weeks. Hey, are you excited? Hey, how jazzed are you? Oh, who do you think's going to win? And these are people who do not talk soccer when it's not a World Cup or a Euros cycle. Euros is uh, European countries all play against each other, similar to the Copa America here. Um, and I can I can hear and I can sense their excitement to talk about it with me and get my opinion on it. And there was a time in my life where I'm like, oh, the World Cup, now everybody's going to be all of a sudden interested in soccer. Where are you during the other four years? I like to think I've matured a little bit. And and I see now, as I've gotten older, that it's a beautiful thing that people start to care about the World Cup because the sport is unifying people. And that's just one thing that I love about, I think, soccer is more so than any other sport, is its power to unite um, as opposed to pull apart people, and, and, I, and I love it. So I'm enjoying the World Cup. I hope you have a great World Cup and that your team does well. I'm Dominic Jimenez. More on the other side. Sports Byline USA. Want to know the secret to putting extra money back in your pocket? Then switch your car insurance. And now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies. Just like buying airline tickets where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals. We have great deals with most of the major top-rated insurance companies. We are your superstore for car insurance. We've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year. If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch, and in five minutes, yes, just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-298-9093. That's 800-298-9093. Listen up, guys. Are you experiencing any of the following? Fatigue, less drive, poor performance? If so, you may be one of the nearly 30 million men in the U.S. today dealing with ED. But did you know you don't have to pay hundreds for a prescription anymore? And you don't have to deal with the hassle of seeing the doctor or the embarrassment of going to the pharmacy for a certain pill. Now, with one free call, you can find out how Herbal Virility Max can help you feel like a man again. For over a decade, Herbal Virility Max has helped guys just like you put a smile back on their face with improved performance and drive. 
Call today and ask about our buy one, get one free offer. 800-761-9334. That's 800-761-9334. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153-800-943-2153-800-943-2153-That's 800-943-2153. You're listening to Dominic Jimenez on Sports Byline USA. All right, we're wrapping things up here before we pass it off to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. If you're a fantasy football player, I hope you had a okay week. Um, in my league, I was the only person that ha- scored over their projected points. Everybody else was in the red. Except maybe one guy. I think after Travis Kelsey did uh, Travis Kelsey things, uh, he ended up doing just fine. Um, but a couple injuries of note. Uh, one, Kyle Pitts, an MCL injury. The Falcons fear he may be out for the season. And you heard J.D. Sharp say, the Falcons, hey, they could win the division. It's going to be a little bit harder without your uh, stud tight end. That's just a, uh, a fact there. And another injury to the already banged up New York Giants. Uh, insult to injury, they lost to the Lions. But Wandale Robinson has torn his ACL, the wide receiver. And Daniel Jones doesn't have a lot of players to throw the ball to. The New York Giants don't have a lot of uh, skilled, uh, extremely skilled players outside of Saquon Barkley on offense. This is going to hurt. Because Wandale Robinson over the last few weeks has been coming on. He's been picking up steam. He's been playing very well. And now he's going to be out for the year and probably at least a decent portion, if not more than half of next season as well. So all the best to Wandale Robinson. He's going to have to recover from the ACL tear. All the best to Kyle Pitts with the MCL injury. They haven't called it a a tear. Maybe it's a sprain. Maybe he'll be just fine. But uh, all the best to the players that suffered injuries. And it's been a lot of injuries in the NFL this year. A lot. And I know the turf's been a a source of uh, discussion amongst the players. And and they'd like some consistency. More consistency tomorrow where Rick will host all three hours. So I'm Dominic Jimenez. This is Titillating Sports. Keep it locked in on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network.